This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, listener. Do you like scary movies? What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, Jay and Mike like scary movies, too. You should go and subscribe to their podcast. We watched a movie. Because if you don't, I'll gut you like a... Well, I think you get the idea. Enjoy yourselves while you still can. This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Learn more at slashandcast.net. We are live! We are State Farm. Uh, let me see here. Oh, we are I farmers. I don't know. He's wedding state farm. <laughs> I, oh, I don't know. They're just yeah, so many farmers. of them. They run together. Jeez. I'm trying to put something in the chat here, but it won't let me do it. And I don't know why. But I hope you guys are doing awesome. Happy freaking Wednesday to everyone. Mm-hmm. We hope you're having a lovely Wednesday. My kids start school tomorrow. So we spent the whole day at like school events. That was stressful. I'm, like I'm nervous, too. I'm getting ready to start my senior year. I don't really know what's going to happen, if I'm going to get the right <laughs> teachers or not. We'll see. Uh, I hope we have a class. I hope, we, I, well, I, hope we I get Miss Riggs because she's fucking hot and she teaches biology, so she knows what's up. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I, I, Mrs. Riggs was a teacher I had in third grade, and she was fucking terrible, and her breath smelled like eggs with ketchup on it every time she talked to me. <laughs> well, dude, because she, she was my math teacher. She'd lean over, and she would try to tell me how to do the problem, and her breath just smelled like old eggs with ketchup. And I just couldn't. That's why I probably <laughs> did bad in that class, too, because I, I would have to hold my breath, and it was either fucking breathe or solve this equation. Shoot, there was one teacher in there that I, I just knew. I just knew, like, I was like, man, MJ, you're going to have a, you're gonna have problems staying awake in that class. Oh, they're boring. Right now. Uh, she was. But most of the teachers seemed awesome. They did. But it was just overwhelming being just her first year in middle school. in such a huge middle school. And, it felt, dude, it felt like Woodsboro High or something. Like, it was so huge and hard to find where you were going. Way bigger than our shitty yeah, our shitty school was more like was. Dangerous Minds. I was not surprised if I saw LL Cool J walking out of a classroom and Michelle <laughs> no. Pfeiffer with leather jacket. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was ghetto as fuck. Yeah, they have a uh, they have a dog in the counselor's office that if someone's feeling anxiety, they can go and pet the dog or whatever. And I was like, that's awesome. I was like, good for you guys. I was like, in our middle school, if we did that, they would just probably shock us no, they, the butt they with throw us, and tell us to go. <laughs> yeah, go they home. throw us in a fucking closet that they keep vacuum cleaners in and say, grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Hill, thanks for this first super chat of the night. Can Loomis uh, say I was bred to be a warrior, Cal? I trained my entire life to master my senses. Where did you train? On a farm? Uh, hold on, <laughs> that's a lot. I have to read what you wanted. <laughs> uh. While Jay's looking that off, I'll say if you guys could hold this, hold any super chats until after the interview, because here in just a minute, uh, we're gonna have Dean Elioto. Uh, I'm probably saying that wrong. I'll ask him if I'm saying that wrong. Uh, the director of, if you guys are on our Patreon, you know that we did a commentary that uh, was that just blew our minds. Mm-hmm. It's a found footage alien film that predates the Blair Witch. That was a TV film, and it was called Alien Abduction Incident in Lake County. Mm-hmm. And we watched this, and 
were fucking blown away by it. And we were like, we got to find who made this movie and talk to him. Uh, and he's a super nice guy and he's going to be on the show in just a couple minutes. And, uh, we also put out a video a couple days ago of the highlights of that. So if you want the full commentary, it's on our Patreon, the videos on our YouTube, but we're going to have him on the show in just a second to, to talk. I was bred to be a warrior cow trained my entire life to master my senses. What did you train on a farm? You piece of shit, poopy head. Stop wearing your father's symbol and get your own symbol. Russell Crowe was a man and a warrior. You're a piece of poop with your little red <laughs> cape and boots. I respected you more when you had your underwear on the outside of your tights. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, let us welcome to the room Dean Alioto, director of a little movie we like to call Alien Abduction, Incident Lake County. Here he comes. Here he comes to wreck the day. Dean! Hello, hello. Oh. Hey, happy to have you on the show, man. Thanks for taking the time. You got it. Glad to be here. Dick that jacket, Look. man. That is a sweet jacket. This is a uh, bird, Birdwell, I believe, uh, Birdwell Britches. <laughs> and it's a special order jacket. It's my most favorite jacket because I'm with you guys and your mom, my most favorite. What are you guys again? Yeah, we're, we're podcasters so we're podcast we have faces for podcasts That's pretty much it <laughs> yeah, i have the body for oh, podcasts, so we're all good <laughs> uh yeah with with your body in our head we could put together a pretty shitty podcast uh no we were just talking man uh so to give you some backstory on where we're at with this i don't know if you know this or not but we just we have a tier on our patreon where people can request movies that we've never seen to watch and do reviews for or commentaries and one of them picked uh, Alien Abduction Incident in Lake mm -hmm. County. And we watched it, like, completely on a whim, didn't know anything about your movie at all. And we, we watched it and just, we were blown the fuck away, <laughs> man. We were like, what the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, and the, and the longer I, we watched it, though, I started remembering having seen it when I was younger. And, you know, it came out in 98, you know, 97. I remember it. And I, I think I just blocked the memories because it fucking scared me when I was a kid. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, I think that's what happened. That's just good parenting. Right that's there. it. That's exactly it. That was what it was. <laughs> they set you in front of the TV and said, yep. here, have at it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go hit the bottle in the backyard. God, that's yep. exactly what it was. <laughs> it's like close. cable guys. Like, I learned the facts of life. From <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I learned the facts of life from watching the facts of life. Uh, but yeah, dude. And, and for one, Alien scared the bejesus out of me. I, I saw, I didn't see your movie when I was a kid, but I saw Fire in the Sky and it just fucked me up for mm. life. Like, so every day we had this big, long driveway lived out in the country. I would take out the trash at night. And just would run back to the house because, like, I'm alone. If I get abducted, no one's going to know. No one's going to see it. Like, would duck by windows at night. So since then, I've just had this crazy fear of aliens. So as a 35-year-old man, I know I don't look it. I look more 42-ish. But when I watched that, it legit scared the shit out of me. And movies generally don't scare me. So your movie legit scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> for real. I, I, w I wish I could say I feel really bad for you. But I don't. <laughs> I'm very happy. That's all right. That's Anything good. to That's elicit good. emotions and let you know that you're alive and a human. Right. It's a good thing. Exactly. There was a lot of screaming. Women like screaming sounds coming yeah. out uh, if you listen to it. Uh, I've heard that. So, about someone one. knocked on our door and asked why a lady was screaming. And, you know, I just told him it was one of my kids. <laughs> there you go. But 
<laughs> so if you could do what's this what's the story behind that because i purposely like normally before we interview somebody we'll do a lot of research and like you know we'll have everything down but where we walked into this bare bones we, we wanted to do this the same way too like i wanted to hear from your mouth how the fuck that wild ass movie happened before blair witch or like found footage was like even a thing all right so we have to first determine um which movie you saw because there's the original one which was done in 89. Uh, and that one originally was called UFO Abduction. Uh, the McPherson tapes? Yep. Was okay, so then it was yep. called no, it's called UFO Abduction. Then the remake was called, sorry, it gets a little confusing here. You need, we all need cliff notes for this. Um, the remake was called the McPherson tape okay. until I got fired. Oh. Coming back with the footage because everyone at the network got fired. Oh, shit. So the person who ran the network... His first objective is to shit. I can cuss on this, right? Yeah, for you. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you basically do everything but full frontal male nudity <laughs> if you want to. You're good. Okay. It's coming. It's happening. <laughs> but, but. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, so um, this fucking asshole uh, decides that he's going to um, he's going to shit all over this, and he forces us to do a two week cut, and so two-week cut there's you know not much you can do even though it's found footage it's it's you know done in sections and so um you know we come back from vancouver having shot it we got the guys from the x-files to do the ship and aliens and um and so they look at it and from what i heard from the mouth of the uh, head of the tv movie department for upn this is their first tv movie by the way um they he said it was the worst screen of his career he said there was actually food being flung at the screen. Oh, my God. They said, let, let me get this straight. Your guy's first movie that you did um, is a movie with 20-minute takes shot on digital. What the hell is digital? Again, this was like a 96 that we shot this, 96, 97. Um, and uh, it, it has no-name actors in it, and it's handheld. You know, kudos to you guys, morons. So that was their attitude. Yeah. So they they get some other woman, uh, some woman to come in. I guess that would mean that I'm a woman. But they get a woman to come in, um, someone else to come in, and we cut it down to an hour. And she puts in interviews with actual UFOologists, ufologists. Mm -hmm. And so she gets Stan Friedman and and uh, Yvonne Smith and you know some reputable people. Does interviews with them and intercuts it so it looks like they're commenting on this fictional movie. And so that kind of pissed off the UFO community. I was not a, a part of that. So they cut it down to an hour. And all they did was just trim it down and throw in a few extra interviews, and they air it. So it airs on a Tuesday night prime time, which is like, you know, close to slaughter time mm -hmm. for this. So uh, they air it. And lo and behold, it's the highest rating Tuesday night show that they have. And so someone decides, all right, let's push our luck. Let's really bury this and let's show it again, and let's put more footage in. So they do that, and uh, it does even better. And then the head of the network says, uh, that'll be the last time that this fucking show, quote, will ever be on this network. So because, you know, he, yeah, he, he didn't save face at all. And so that was it. So that one was called McPherson Tape. And then, when, again, when I got fired, it was called Alien Abduction, very imaginative title, Alien Abduction, <laughs> colon, Incident in Lake County. What a mouthful. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And then they put music all in the background because uh, they didn't trust that the actors and the situation, the found footage genre would actually work. Because, again, this is a year before um, a year and a half before Blair Witch comes out. 
So um, what happened was a whole bunch of conspiracies came out from this. And even after the credits, it was the first ever online poll on the Internet that said, is this real or not? And I, I shit you not, 49% of those who took the poll claimed it was authentic, even after seeing Alien 1, 2, 3, and 4 played by so-and-so. Sure. So, um, yeah, so uh, long story short, they um, um, that begets all of these conspiracy theories. My, my favorite is that um, the original one called UFO Abduction is actually the original McPherson tape. And this one was done because the government had hired me to remake it to throw oh. people off the scent of this original one. And so for some reason, that one became the McPherson tape, even though the, 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 the characters' last names were not McPherson, like the remake, but were Van Hees. So oh. that's how the name came. So I always have to ask and say, OK, which version did you see? Right. The one that was shot in 88 or and came out in 89. Or the UPN, yeah. uh, that, that the UPN one so, is easier to distinguish if it's if it's um, Thanksgiving. So, Dean, how long yeah, have you worked for Area Fifty One? Are you at liberty to talk about anything specifically relating to Area Fifty One? <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I but you know what? You broke up. I missed all of that. No, oh, I said, yeah, oh, I, I know. Okay. Area okay, yeah. something. That's Area 51, you've worked for there. I, I imagine that you have worked for them in the past, and I would just, you know, can we clear up? And just go ahead on record, say that you did work for them. And can you explain anything, your experiences? The joke died a while ago, so I'm just going to stop off. <laughs> but uh, sure. no, yeah. no, no, that's OK. Uh, the check stubs were for uh, promo videos that I was yeah. doing for Area 51's new mm. fence. They had this new design for a fence. I cannot so wait to talk to the forum about this. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, that's it was interesting because I'm glad you brought that up. I, I did read that there was some controversy around it, and a lot of people were pissed off and confused about, you know, the adding in. Uh, of these real UFOlogists, and that caused some stir in the community. But uh, it's so crazy. So that was done afterwards. That you had nothing to do with it. They were just trying to spice it up to, yeah, yeah, because it's not spectacular yeah, it was... enough. So let's goose the shit out of it. And be blatant. <laughs> yeah, it it was the Thanksgiving one, by the way. To answer your question, okay, Dean, it was it was the Thanksgiving one that we watched. So I haven't seen the other ones, but when I saw some confusion about which one it was, whether it was the McPherson tapes or, or whatever. It, ours was definitely yeah. the Thanksgiving one that had the inner cuts of people talking. And, uh, and a musician at one point? Yeah. <laughs> that musician <laughs> was our AD. And um, <laughs> it was funny because I'm in the original two-hour version. Mm -hmm. I play this guy, um, Damien Hawking, or Hawkins, I think my name was. And I'm this pompous uh, ass, very close to, to my real character, um, who says, I know this isn't real, because if this is real, you know, uh, or I know this is real, because if it was fake, I would have made it. And we thought that might yeah. be you that, when we watched it. We like, I bet that's the director. My of this. hair was down here. I was I was sporting the Jesus look back then. And so um, <laughs> yeah, the soul patch, I think. Yeah. And my uh, and so my first AD was English was very funny. And he would always say, oh, that that'll bring the fear. You know, it'll piss. he had all these terms. And I said, dude, you're going on there. So we shot him. I think there was like a fish tank or something behind him and put him on this furry kind of, you know, punk rock jacket. But he was great. Um, Gareth, Gareth, yeah, Gareth rocked. Yeah. He's not a musician. He's a good first AD, though. <laughs> Yeah. When he came on, we made the joke from uh, Wayne's World uh, when we're watching it doing the commentary where the guy's like, I had to beat them to death with their own shoes. <laughs> and that's exactly what he reminded us of yeah. when he was doing that. Yeah. 
Yeah. But you know, it's funny though. It's like you know what happened with with that film. It seemed like it was copied quite a bit as far as like as far you know the success that it did have as far as like the documentary style version. I mean, you look at something like the Fourth Kind that came out years later. I mean, they did implement a lot of the same type of stylization with the documentary, and then you look at something like even. Uh, grave encounters where they would have cuts to people talking like uh, the in grave encounters one of them specifically was a producer talking about well if it was real i would have made it. it it's almost exactly what they said in grave encounters so i mean some good came out of it because it was some good shit that people use later on okay grave encounters has a special place in my heart because um the filmmakers are from canada mm-hmm. not that i'm from canada um but <laughs> they reached out to me and said hey we want to take you to lunch and they paid for a really nice pizza and they said that they loved that movie and influenced them enough that they put in, I think there's a reference also to the McPhersons oh, in shit. there. And so I was That's really, awesome. yeah, I was uh, really honored um, that they uh, that they did that. They did a film, I think, uh, Extraterrestrial, mm-hmm. or Terrestrial. I think it was Extraterrestrial. Uh, that makes more sense. Um, and they're great. They're called the Savage Brothers at the time. And um, so they're, they're, they're good sort. So they can, they can uh, do homage. Um, yeah. It wasn't like um, what was that other film that M Night Shyamalan a Ding Dong did? <laughs> oh, Signs, Signs, yeah. Uh, um, so I did um, all this. Oh, just side note: uh, a few years ago, I got a call from this UFO convention because the original one had caused the original um, wave of conspiracy theories because someone much much smarter than I had interjected the actual video, then it was VHS, into the UFO community without the credits. So it ended up at the International UFO Congress Convention, which was believed to be real. So three years ago, I get a call from the, the, the two people, Alejandro Rojas and Karen Brand, who run the uh, convention, and they said, hey, we want to have you come out for the anniversary of this thing. And I'd never been to a UFO convention before, and I said, look, there's going to be a problem, I can tell you right now, because I don't take myself serious. I take my work I work somewhat serious but i don't take myself so i'm going to be poking fun at myself because i'm fucking forrest gump of this i'm not clever enough to have engineered all this i'm just dragging along going with it and so i had to do this 75 minute ted talk and i talk about all of this stuff and and how these things um you know came about and how the conspiracies went and um and so i had to show a slideshow because i was asked that show the influences and had people come up to me and one of the influences was the movie Signs. Um, not influences, but if you look at it, it's uh, a single family, single parent family out in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, they get invaded with aliens. They climb in through the second story window, which there's a shot that's identical to that in, uh, in mine. So, you know, because M. Night doesn't really have a lot of ideas. He's not known <laughs> for having ideas at all. I'm sure he was sitting around smoking a ball and, and saw that and went. <laughs> And it's probably isn't even aware of it. It's probably just a flashback to him that he you know, had. But, um, yeah, certainly there's, uh, uh, you know, films and, and, you know, other found footage films. But, you know, um, I just look at it like everyone had the idea, you know, kind of at the same time. I might have been uh, earlier. But anyway, um, yeah. So I, I'm, you know, I'm happy to be part of a new narrative of filmmaking, if you will. For sure. Yeah, well, two things about what you just said. Uh, number one, uh, there's 
in the commentary that we did, there was at least two moments where someone runs up to a window and an alien's going by, and Jay and I immediately went, Vamanos, children! Vamanos! <laughs> yeah, we did. From sides, you know, because we saw sides first. So you're definitely spot on there. Oh, nice. And two, I don't know if you know this, but we are Eskimo brothers in a weird way. I bet you're very confused right now. Uh, in that Jay and I were in Grave Encounters 2. We were actually in that movie for yeah, we a second. So technically, we're all co-workers Doing what? Already. We are. Ah, uh, shit. Just trash. They, 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 the Vicious Brothers, like, they emailed us and they were like, hey, you guys reviewed Grave Encounters 1 and we want to use, um, we want to use a clip from your thing in the movie Grave Encounters 2. And at this time we had like eight and a half subscribers. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. uh, we were a pretty big deal. And we, <laughs> you know, we said, yeah, of course we'll do it. And, uh, and so when, when Grave Encounters 2 came out, we sat around, we ordered a pizza. Uh, we had our, our, our wives over at the time. And wait, wait, wait. at the time, you no VOD. longer have wives? Well, I don't. Well, one of, I do. Um, but After so, that movie oh, came right. out, the whole thing just crumbled. <laughs> <laughs> that did not no. go not where the you first think it was going to that. go, did it? Yeah. Not the first time I've heard I thought you were going to be a big star, you bastard. <laughs> 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 that movie actually, yeah, it ended it. Uh, but, yeah, we, we watched it. They just took a clip from one of our videos. Basically, we're in the movie going... It's grave encounters, yeah, and that's, that's like it. the only thing. <laughs> that's awesome. The movie. That's awesome. And we didn't even act for it; they just took it from a video. And by the way, if you do ever talk to them, those guys again, let them know, please, that we never got our uh, uh, our quid pro quo uh, DVD copy that they promised us. It oh, that's came. bullshit! And yeah. the residuals. Don't yeah. forget the residuals. Yeah, they're lucky that I'm not in SAG or AFTRA or whatever they call that shit because they'd be hearing from my non-existent voice. The Aflac. <laughs> We're part of the Aflac group. Yeah. Yeah. We're Oh, man. But so you mentioned you mentioned for a second that the government you said I, it was it was in a, and it was in a waft of information. But you said something the government got involved and hired you to. Was that a joke or did they actually did that? Happen? Mike, he was joking. <laughs> I, I don't. Listen, dude. I don't want to start any more conspiracies because there's more than enough. Uh, no, um, I will tell you this: um, there was going to be a third uh, remake. I guess it would be two remakes, so a second remake, but kind of to complete the trilogy of this. And Paramount Pictures, they had a, a subdivision called Insurge, which did all the um, uh, paranormal activity films, which we're going to circle back to. Um, and we had sold it there and, um, it was Mick G's company. Mick G was a music video director, did Sugar Ray, all the stuff he did, Charlie's Angels and one of the Terminator films, et cetera. So we were for like five minutes, actually for 10, almost a year going to be doing it there. And the plan, this is so, so dope. I'm really bummed. It didn't happen. Was that we were going to have an industry screening for the film. And the night of the screening, when everyone's going to show up and everything, we were going to yank it. And we were going to say the government shut us down. Oh, shit. That's so, awesome. Wouldn't that have been cool? <laughs> That was great. That's yeah, holy hell. Ass. That's awesome. Yeah. I had no idea we were interviewing Corey Feldman <laughs> right now. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Do I have that filter on again? Hold on. Let me just change that. All right. I'm back to Dean. I'm no longer the Corey Feldman filter. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, so no, it's... Uh, no, if the government paid me, um, I have not received payment. So, um, yeah, I mean, look, the, the reason why I made the original was not 
to um, fool people at all. Had nothing to do with that. It was that I was 24. I had dropped out of two film schools. I had to make my first feature by the time I turned 25 because all of my idols, you know, mm-hmm. Spielberg to Citizen Kane had done that. And so I didn't have a pot to piss in. And I was shooting all these wedding videos and, and I knew video cameras. I couldn't afford even 16 millimeter or, or probably Super 8. And so a buddy of mine who wanted to be a producer said, hey, I'll give you, you know, some money to, to make your first movie. And I go, great. How much do you want to invest? And he goes, 6,500 bucks. And I laughed and I said, you know, I could do a wedding video or a home video for that. Mm-hmm. And then I re- read Whitley Strieber's book, Communion, which is about, you know, his, his account of alien abductions. And that came out in like 86 or something. And it scared the shit out of me more than any other, you know, any Stephen King novel ever did. And I, um, I thought, well, what if I merge the two of those and do kind of like a 10 little Indians thing where one by one, these people, you know, family gets abducted by extraterrestrials. And we'll shoot it all in one take and we'll improvise the thing one night and we'll have real time effects happening. We'll go old school on it. And so then I got excited about it, but it was just, you know, part of it was wanting to kind of have fun, I guess, be, you know, a little cinema verite. But the other, the main reason was out of desperation is that I needed yeah. to make that first film. So I make, made it. And that's kind of how the, the, the original, you know, came about and, and there were credits at the end of that one as well. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was just an idea because I was so terrified this, by this book. It was like, how do I experience an alien abduction or see an alien without getting the anal probe? And the closest <laughs> I thought I could do is, is by actually recreating what it would be like from a home video camera. Yeah. So that, that was shot in, in like 88. And so that's how the whole thing kind of uh, started. That was the intention. It wasn't to fool people. In fact, I think I'm the only filmmaker who debunks who has a career debunking his own films. Um, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's, it's, it's insane that like, I mean, that has to drive you crazy though. Like I, I it's, it's, it's rad. I mean, it's awesome, but that's got to drive you fucking crazy. Like when you see Blair Witch and you see what happened with all that shit, like that was like, I know like if you trace back the career found footage, it's a very sorted, like some people say cannibal Holocaust, which I've never seen. Don't want to was like the first found footage movie, but like, you thought of basically something that changed the industry uh, and we're having trouble convincing fucking studio people at UPN to believe in it. Uh, but I mean, does that make you fucking crazy? It would make me crazy. I'm medicated for it right now. I'm on a cocktail. <laughs> of, uh, I don't even know what I'm taking, but it's working. I think you guys tell me at the end of this. Um, I, uh, I, 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 I don't look at it kind of like that. I look at it like, again, Forrest Gump, I wandered into this. Um, the, um, you know, it's, it's interesting because um, three years ago when I had gone and done that convention, um, Alamo Draft House reached out to me. And uh, you guys on the East Coast? Right? Yeah. Mm. Okay. I see the, South, Southeast. I see the Kentucky. Packers. I see no. Kentucky. Why do you have a Packers? <laughs> Kentucky, yeah. Just There's no Kentucky. Okay. Well. Okay. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I, um, uh, was asked by Elmo draft house has these great indie theaters. So like one of the first to do food where you can get food there and watch it. And there's a division of theirs called AGFA, which stands for American feature genre archives. And it gets the most craziest, you know, films that came out in the, you know, from the sixties, especially through the eighties, they're big on the eighties and nineties. And so they reached out to me. And we're going to do a theatrical release of my film for the 30th anniversary. And so that was supposed to happen right before COVID. 
Oh, and sure, yeah. we booked our tickets and everything in the L.A. theater. We're going there, going to have a premiere. And finally, my film is going to be in the theater, right? COVID hits two weeks later. Boom, gets pulled. It still might come out. But they did a badass um, uh, premiere at Fantastic Fest, um, which is a great fest. It's in Austin. Um, uh, I can never pronounce his name. Takiti? No. Taki. Jojo. I the guy did Jojo. Jojo um, Rabbit, and he does the Thor movies. Oh, uh, Taki Watiti. Thank you. Taki Watiti. Yeah, Thank you. I'm dyslexic. Yeah. So that's, that's why I, <laughs> I don't pronounce people's name properly. So anyway, um, uh, he, he was there. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a really great venue. And so what they did is they did a Blu-ray special for it. And they have all these like great bells and whistles and stuff. I went back into the archives, pulled out this, this stuff that I had, you know, had a chance to revisit it. And so, um, yeah, so I'm not even sure where I was going at that point. But, oh, I know. Um, no, so I look at it like it's just this weird thing that happened. And in the middle of all that, last year, I did two interviews. Uh, one is for a movie coming out that the Brits did called Found Footage Genre. And so they had heard about me and they came out and they said, it sounds like you're the official guy who, who did that. And they said, there's some discrepancy with the film that you mentioned, uh, Cannibal Holocaust, which is not a found footage film. I come to understand because um, I hadn't seen it until I kept it kept getting mentioned in conjunction with my film. A Cannibal Holocaust mm -hmm. is a is a normal feature film where these these characters are going to investigate the disappearance of this documentary crew. And so the footage for a found footage film, it all has to be found footage. Ideally, it's not cut. It's just we found this. And so the tenets of that, I guess, are not there. So this was a, a way to clean that up, I guess. And then come out in October. I think I can mention this. Um, paranormal Activity. Is, has allowed the first ever behind the scenes of the Paranormal Activity franchise. So I'm in that documentary um, for the same reason. And so hopefully all of it's going to get sorted out as far as, um, you know, how it all fits in one person, affects another person and everything else. But um, right. anyway. probably to coincide with whatever they're next. I think they have another one coming out. So I guess what you're saying is that interview will probably be on. It's going to be on Paramount whatever Plus. Promotion. Yeah, Paramount Plus, okay. I okay, believe yeah. it's going to be coming Probably out. to promote the new that. activity that they have coming out. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. One of those new um, fucking streaming services anyway. <laughs> They're cropping up left yeah. and right anyway. <laughs> it's so funny because everyone's laughing. Right? We're all going, ha, ha, ha. We can, you know, do all our cart. We can pick and choose. Yeah. And then you look down at your cart and all of a sudden you've got Paramount Plus, Disney Plus, uh, Hulu, or uh, yeah, Hulu, blah, 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 goes on and on. And now you're paying 300 Exactly. Yeah. It's so crazy. Well, I mean, yeah. as far as the film goes, um, I know it was a while ago, but it, was there anything like that you didn't get to do that you wanted or you wish you could have filmed or like because of time or budget that you just didn't get a chance to do that? Is there anything like you regret not being able to do? Because I know you had yeah. assholes as bosses, but was there anything specifically if you had a bigger budget? You're like, hey, man, I would have loved to do this, but I can't. I would have first off love to hire real aliens. I, I don't like to do artificial <laughs> yes, uh, imitation. They, they, yeah, I hear they're hard to get a hold of, but you know, you never know. Major assholes for agents. <laughs> um, that's all I'm going to say. Yes. I won't get into it. Um, yeah, uh, I would have loved to have. Uh, I would have loved to have been able to uh, do more with the the, the story. There's a mm. few beats and stuff. I mean, the second one, I I did that with my partner Paul Chitlick, and we did. I think it was the first ever testimonial 
where a character is is you know turns to the camera the camera operator and and you know says you know scared shitless and here's what's going down um i was glad i was happy to write that because i hadn't seen that and i but but there's a few other things that if the third version gets done you'll see okay so i can't really divulge all of that that's pretty badass though so you you wanted to almost be like a breaking the fourth wall where they were talking to the audience while this horror was around them the kid goes in the bathroom and he sets you know you saw the the uh, alien abduction yeah. yeah sets a camera down and just you know and by the way um that was the first time that actor had ever cried on camera wow and he came out and he gave me a big hug and he was crying I go hey dude you okay and thinking that he was just really emotionally caught up and he goes i've never been able to do it before <laughs> and i said dude then let's do it every day just keep it coming <laughs> are you in pain you look like you're hurting let it out so, yeah. well then you come to find out that no one's been letting him eat on set like you guys weren't giving him any of the bagels or anything that was going on he was just hungry yeah that was my was method really directing that was my method directing thank you <laughs> thanks for noticing that yeah you guys do I can, watch I can these see hungry yeah you could, you could feel it <laughs> <laughs> this man is hungry. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's, he's seen all these other people eat these bagels, and yeah. he just wants one. Craft service, uh, you don't get to go there. They do, not you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's like, so when you look at it too, like also, I was confused. Like, and I started to go deep into it, and I thought, you know, like I said before, I'm gonna go into this. Like, I want to hear it from your aspect before I even look it all up and Google it and all that shit. Um, but, like. I saw like at least a couple flashes of some people, like you said, actually still conversating that was some people thought it was real or like the original one was real. And I was confused as like, oh, shit, was there an original one that was supposed to be real that they claimed was real? Um, and obviously you said it. There was none. You've always said it. This is a this is a made up story or whatever. But it's weird. Have you seen uh, I just watched it the other day. Uh, the Fourth Kind. Have you seen that movie? I did. Okay, so they in that one openly are like just trying to fucking just lie to your face. I mean, when you look yeah. it up, they're like, "No, this shit mm -hmm. happened." And mm -hmm. then you've got the girl who's doing the reenactments, and then they're doing reenactments of her reenactments yeah. just to throw you off the scent that she's a reenactment. And she's all like super, like talk about looking like she needs a bagel. This chick was like, she looked like she was dying. For <laughs> well, you're doing the reenactments, dude. You know, you're explaining like the reenactments that were the reenactments, but weren't the reenactments. It reminds me of Spaceballs. It's, it's a, when will Vin be I, now? I'm on drugs. <laughs> I can totally track. I this. know. I think I I've got a it. Tinfoil hat <laughs> for this, but yeah, this lady's like, she's like, and then there were aliens yeah. in this. Like she's. They, they legit tried to dupe people to the point where I saw the studio got sued for actually making fake news headlines and like putting it on their movie mm -hmm. promotion uh, website for like Nome, Alaska. Uh, they actually used these news sites in Nome, Alaska, made their own fake headlines and put them on the movie's website. They tried really hard to, to like dupe people at that. Yeah. Um, um, you know, I my feeling on that was I knew that they suppressed the actors for like a year, said you can't you know, mm -hmm. go out and do any other work and you have to keep on the down low and everything. Um, you know, anything that's going to push uh, creativity and is going to, you know, try to find a fresh way to do it. Um, I get it. You don't want to be pernicious about it. You don't want to cause harm and, and get, you know, uh, people all, all jacked up. But, you know, people will run with shit that doesn't even exist. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, and part of it is the fun of it. A buddy of mine did this um, thing called... Um, uh, the, I think it was his was called the Phoenix Incident, um, and yep. uh, it wasn't the one in the theaters. It was a, a the other one, and it was better than the one that was in theaters. Um, 
And he was outed by the guy who runs, uh, co-runs uh, the International UFO Congress Convention, my buddy Alejandro Ross. And he, he said, I'm going to, you know, I'm busting your ass, this and that. And he said, whoa, hold on, hold on. This was the, the, you know, what we were trying to do with it. And so in order to have it be this fun thing, that really started not with me, but with the filmmakers of Blair Witch, where they did the big, great online campaign. Amazing. It's part of that thing. And so you kind of, it, it comes with it. So at the end of the day, I'm like, you know, guess what? It's not real. And there's no Santa Claus. And there's no alien in your <laughs> what? closet. <laughs> yeah. And your parents don't love you, by the way. I just yeah, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. Is you're you're absolutely right. Like uh, I remember when uh, the Blair Witch Project came out, and the viral marketing for that was insane. Like especially, you know, the, the, the way they use the internet back in the day when a lot of people wouldn't use that, and they were able to promote this. And they did exactly, you know, they suppressed the actors and they made sure they kept this going for a while. But there was no major backlash for them for that. They're like, oh, how fucking creative, how awesome for you guys. But you get like fucking anal probed yourself. <laughs> People are like, holy shit, fuck this guy. I can't believe it. it's so yeah. weird. It's so shitty. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was funny because the guy who who actually um, uh, came out, uh, he was a, a UFO researcher uh, named Tom Dongo. Mm -hmm. And um, when I went for the anniversary and I spoke at this convention, he didn't want to show because he thought that I was mad at him oh. because he had you know, promulgated this, this, you know, video. And I said, no, dude, I go, you didn't intentionally do that. Yeah. Just like I didn't intentionally, you know, put it out there. Um, I, I'm still trying to find who patient zero was, who got one of the mom and pop video screeners, advanced copies, because there was only advanced screeners that went out with the original release of the film in, in 89, um, because the warehouse burned to the ground. Oh, yeah. And all the masters and, uh, and um, artwork were destroyed. And so I thought it was, you know, dead. And then when I heard that there were a few that had gone out, I figure someone, you know, who knows where went ahead and did this thing. So, um, no, I mean, I, I don't, you know, again, it's like anything we can do to shake up filmmaking narrative and have it be fun, you know, just like there was surround sound and, you know, 3D, et cetera. So whatever well i was the biggest i was the biggest doofus with all that shit because when blair witch came out um i was i was at home alone and uh you know my i'm seeing were, a thing uh, i'm seeing a sense in a thing you're home alone <laughs> yeah, they were god knows where um huh. killing hookers doing their thing and sure. you know it was hard but I, we were the blueprint for uh <laughs> jim carrey's cable guy <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cable guy. Yeah. oh my god it's one of my favorite films yeah, yeah I just watched it the other night, man. Like oh, constantly. <laughs> <laughs> so great. The password is just skin, Stephen. Uh, <laughs> I made you scramby eggs. <laughs> we that shit all the time. You know, I have someone that can work but... with that speech impediment. What speech impediment? My favorite line. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I think my favorite scene, by the way, of that whole entire movie is when he when he beats up Owen Wilson in the bathroom, and he's like, salt peanuts, yeah. salt peanuts. <laughs> so great. <I> know. <laughs> but uh, oh fuck, what was I even gonna say? Oh no, so I was home alone and I was watching. Um, I was watching TV and just flipping through the channels and I just turned it on sci-fi and I even know it was sci-fi and just saw this fucking, uh, this thing, just the, the people running through the woods, yeah. which, uh, is exactly what I saw in your movie. When I saw their feet and I saw the, the camera point at their feet when they're running away from the UFA at FOA, I was like Rick Dalton, that meme for Rick Dalton and once upon a time in Hollywood, I was like Blair Witch Project, but this was before that. 
Uh, but I saw that scene, and I just jumped into it halfway through. This was, like, at the start of the internet, and there was no, like, quick Google on your phone. And it freaked me the fuck out. Like, I'm home alone, and they're like, by the way, this is real. We found these tapes in the woods, and me being a dumbass kid was scared to death of that movie uh, for weeks up until the release. And then the day before I go to the theater, and we're all pumped up to see it, man. We've been talking about it. We've been doing everything. The day before we go to the theater, I'm flipping around TV again, and I see the cast of the Blair Witch on, like, Jay Leno oh, or shit. some shit. And I was just like, oh, my God. And it just totally ruined it for, for me. I saw the movie, and it ended. I was like, fuck this piece of shit. Yeah. You know, I was, I was angry. Betrayed but, you. Um, it's like, oh, huh? it betrayed you. You figure, like, oh, this date's going well, and and... I shit they, my pants. I wet it in my bed. All for the end where the dude's pissing in the corner. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And the girls and are training. Yeah, the, no, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, it and the, even in line, I'm stand, we're standing there waiting to go in. And we tried to get into three different showings of it. And, like, we go to this, this, this little theater in Lexington. And we finally get a ticket. And this woman just comes out. And she's like delirious and she's like oh my god don't go in there don't go that she's like got tears in her eyes she's like that's the scariest fuck i think i've ever seen and we're just sitting there like just waiting for something to fucking happen that's if that had happened with your movie dude where stuff actually happens i'm pretty sure i would have just shit my pants in the middle of a movie theater okay i'll tell you this at, at the um at the uh premiere in san francisco um this buddy of mine was dating this uh this this woman Super sweet, and they come and they show up late, so they miss the whole introduction, and so they watch it, and um, and at the end of it, she goes, "Why are people clapping? Why are people? Everyone seems like really happy." And he goes, These "What are you talking are about?" <laughs> and she and she literally believed that this was a real videotape. She was watching a documentary. Oh damn! And <clears throat> and I would have killed to have, have you know, to have have been there and you know broken the news to her that you know. It's not real. No Santa Claus. Parents didn't love you. They're not even your parents. First of all, you're adopted. No one loves you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Never did. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's the fun is the reactions of people. I've gotten emails of, you know, um, this one woman said um, that was so awesome. I almost had a miscarriage. Oh, shit. And I'm like, Damn. wow, that passes for awesome. Yeah. Okay. And then tons of kids who say, you know, I now sleep with the lights on. And I go, God, you know, I'm so certain. They're like, no, dude, it got me into the genre. Your mm -hmm. your movie was the gateway for that. And then my fav favorite email was um, this guy who says, because um, I'll get used to get requests for this because it wasn't released, had been re-released. And so this guy says, uh, hey, dude, can you send me a copy of your movie? Because my girlfriend gets really horny. Oh. when she watches horror movies and your movie scared the shit out of me and so please send it to me because she gets horny and I really need you to send this to me because she gets really horny and he kept saying this and saying I need you to understand that this is really 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 for really important to me and so I sent him two copies it's, <laughs> you're a good man that sounds like a fucking 4chan poster <laughs> Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Good Lord. I said, name, name the kid after me, guys. Just, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. Horny. Mm -hmm. Oh, seriously. Signed Joe Horny. Yeah. <laughs> if you like didn't respond to him, he would start sending you the, like a letter like that would spell out horny through the H. Oh, it's like, I know yeah. you're getting these. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a good thing for you. I can see you right now. Yeah, I, I know, know what you're, you're doing. Are yeah. you reading the paper? <laughs> what kind of eggs did you get? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's <scaring> me. <laughs> oh, man. Well, here's, yeah. a, here's a really well, quick question. I mean, just uh, do you believe in, in the UFO stuff or the abduction stuff? Do you believe in any of that stuff at all? Um, I believe that... Um, I believe that people who who say they've had experiences, I believe that they genuinely believe that the people mm -hmm. that that I've had a chance. I mean, over the past three years, um, I will tell you that I've been working on this documentary. It's a, a three part, might be a four part, but it's a limited series. It's a science documentary that has to do with that that subject matter. And um, I will say that that something is going on. I can't say that I know it. And there's a difference between believe and, and knowing. Mm. I've never seen a UFO. Um, I saw something uh, near my home that I videotaped as way far away. And, and, and you know, it's, it just meant that it was unidentified. It doesn't mean it's right. anything. And so I haven't had my own experience. So until I do, it's just a belief. But the thing is, um, we are being visited by crafts. My mother uh, saw one. Um, I've had. Um, you know, friends of mine, another filmmaker who called me one time really disturbed because of what he saw. So um, the shit is being seen. UFOs. Mm -hmm. So if you're asking about UFOs, yes, I believe, yeah. um, you know, with almost certainty that we are being visited because we would do the same thing. Um, with regards to aliens, my question is, OK, if you've got a 40 foot long craft that is shaped like a Tic Tac or triangle, whatever, why would you do a drive by? You're not a drone. If you're a drone, because right now we have technology, we can have a something the size of a, of a fly buzz around that shooting video. So if you're from another planet and you're going to do that and you're going to you know capture that, then you can do it with an unmanned thing. But something that large, I would suspect that they're not just driving by, that occasionally they're getting out stretching, taking a piss in the <laughs> bathroom at yeah. Arco where they have to pay and put the thing in. I heard but, about um, Waffle House. Let's stop there. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Waffle House. Yeah. Yes. So um, anyway, I, I I think based on talking to um, extremely credible um, experiencers, which is what abductees uh, like to be uh, called, it's actually more accurate. Um, it's uh, I man, I got to say, I'm I'm kind of baffled. I'm I'm leaning towards for sure that that these guys a definitely are experiencing something. Mm -hmm. I mean, clinically, they show signs of PTSD. You don't yeah. fake PTSD. End of story. Absolutely. So yeah. the other thing is that I've talked to doctors, lawyers, uh, a former assistant attorney general, <clears throat> supervisor, Homeland Security, all these people who have had experiences. And I've got a decent bullshit meter detector from working on 20 years on crime shows mm -hmm. and not a blip, not a blip. So as, as far as I you know, can tell, we are there have been some visitations. It sounds like that makes sense to me because we've been projecting out into the universe for billions of years now. Um, that we have oxygen in our atmosphere. And that's mm -hmm. detectable through, you know, telescopes. We can do that with our telescope and the new James Webb telescope. We'll be able to get a closer chance to see it. But like Stephen Hawking was all panicked and freaking out going, mm -hmm. you know, we shouldn't have never have sent out Voyager. And it's yeah. like, okay, Voyager is moving like this. And <laughs> the light from our planet has yeah. been projecting for billions of years. So dude, the word's out already. Pretty much, yeah. Well, I mean, I I, I, I don't know how familiar you are familiar you are with uh, Betty and Barney Hill, like which is the most uh, famous abduction cases. And uh, you know, it's strange. 
there's a, there's been a couple of documentaries about that, but not anything significant. I mean, at least I've, I found a couple of them, but they're not very significant. What's strange is that they've they they've wanted to do a movie or a TV show for a long time with that, and it's always just it's never happened. But as David far as Russell was going to do one, right? Yes, director, and, yeah, Silver yeah. Lane Playbook. And I mean, it's just interesting, like something like that. But I'm exactly with you. I mean, I've never personally seen a UFO or anything like that. But some of these cases, especially the the, the Barney Hill and the Betty one, it just seems they're they're so. Why would they lie about something like that? Because the first off, they're bringing attention on themselves. Would they wouldn't need any? They seem credible sources. And then those hypnosis tapes, if you've ever listened to those, like they seem legit. I mean, they seem like that guy's in pure panic. The Barney guy, like so. The I have a niece even- of uh, Barney and Betty Hill is actually in my new documentary. Oh, okay, so really? I've, wow. I've tr- tracked the story. Uh, it's included in, in the documentary that I'm doing. Um, yeah, why would Barney do that? Because no. it ultimately killed him because it got an ulcer from all the stress and right. everything else. It was, uh, yeah, in fact, they didn't break the story. Someone else around their, you know, went around their back to, to do that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, you know, and in the fact that, I mean, again, they weren't out to like they weren't trying to get the fame or anything. I mean, he, he worked for the Postal Service. I mean, he was just a normal everyday kind of guy. So, I mean, the fact that he would create this whole elaborate, you know, bullshit story would make zero sense for him to do that. But, yeah, it's it's so incredible. Like, it's so weird. But I'm exactly on the same in the same boat as you. It's it's just really hard to verify these accounts, but you can't dismiss them outright either way. I mean, it's just. But I, but but hundred percent, I, mean, I agree that the UFO thing, like you've been the, the, saying that there's been no visitation over, you know, these, you know, as far as humans have been on this earth, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> it's okay. If here. you look at, yeah, go ahead. Oh no, sorry. No, I was no, just gonna say, if you just look at al- alone. Oh, sorry. Were you gonna say something? No, no, no. I was, go ahead. <laughs> oh, so I thought you. Sorry. Okay, someone well, stop being I, polite I think, and just it, fucking yeah. answer. Just fucking the, say it. If you look how much. <laughs> on the if you look at how many. <laughs> there's like a delay on my on my shit so uh, if you look at how many like just just how big the you know galaxies are how big space is how many galaxies there are i think it's like to me and i don't believe in like ghosts and shit so i think to me the fact that there is this infinite <clears throat> amount of space and we're one galaxy and there's all these however many galaxies out there i think it's absolutely like the most like insane thing ever to just to think that we are the only we're the only race at all that's out there you know like human beings are the only that earth is the only inhabitable thing that was lucky to have earth i mean if you play the odds on that i'm pretty sure there's there's gonna be lots of fucking aliens not just some aliens you know what i mean well so i've always kind of believed yeah here let me just put in perspective the the universe i believe they they believe it's 14 billion years old Mm -hmm. um between 12 and 14 so let's say it's 12 billion years old um Earth is about four billion years old, so let's let's subtract um, four billion years from twelve. We have eight billion years. So before we came along, there was eight billion years. So when the universe formed, let's figure there's a couple billion years for the soup to settle. Mm-hmm. So that leaves taken off those two years at least six billion years for life to have formed and existed before we did. Now a buddy of mine, Mark D'Antonio, is a great astronomer. He does this thing where he he shows us the timeline of humans and how he does this is he takes a roll of toilet paper and he walks around the class unraveling it. And when he gets to the very last couple of sheets, he says, this is where man shows up. And that's, that's the history. Great analogy. So we are really shit on toilet paper. No, that wasn't the point. <laughs> I was waiting for yeah. it. <laughs> We're turds. <laughs> We're, We're turds. turds. 
Yeah, so it's <laughs> We're really, not let this one go. It's, it's poop again. It's poop again. Poop again. Um, <laughs> but so so there's they don't have to be just a hundred years or a few thousands of years old. You know these these craft visions. They could be billions of years old. Now we're into new physics. So yeah, um, yeah um, well, physics you, maybe don't matter. Just going back to the Betty and Barney Hill, I mean, as far as what Betty described as uh, what they came to later on refer to as the, what was it, the Zeta Reticuli star yeah. system, Zeta Reticuli 1 and 2, uh, they were saying that that particular system was a billion years older than Earth. I mean, and if that is where they came from, that means that mankind showed up a billion years later after their shit's been settled for a while. So, you know, as far as evolution goes, these fuckers flying, you know, Tic Tacs and all sorts of shit. They could have some, like way beyond what we have. And yeah, of course. And the trade routes, man, what was crazy to me is that star chart that she drew yep. and they yep. connected it with lines uh, that teacher did. Uh, I can't remember a fish. I, I know her first. I can't remember her first name, but she connected those with lines. And it was like they they described those as trade routes. And it was yep. so weird. And then the soul system is up there, too. And I'm like, dude, you know, the. I mean, even a skeptic's got to say, like, this lady who literally has nothing to do with anything NASA or science or astronomy related was able to draw a star system under hypnosis. And this shit is fucking real. Like, it's, it's, I don't know. It's crazy, man. No, it, it, uh, it makes, it's, it's kind of scary when you, when you kind of break it down to just even what we have, even if you're doing Occam's razor, uh, Occam's razor, it, it's mm -hmm. still, it, it just does not, it, it, there's no, um, and I look for that. For me, I go into everything debunking because, um, how can I say this? When it comes to UFOs, I'm not an easy way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you got to take me to dinner first, Olive Garden. And only. <laughs> you have to prove to, to me UFOs. that you're sincere. Yes. And what you're showing me is real. Commitment. Before I go, all right, I'm going to give you a little something, something. I respect it. <laughs> yeah. See, that's why. Just to respect me. Mm -hmm. Just, mm -hmm. just, just to tip. see how it feels. And then Waffle that's House. It. And then Waffle House. Good lord. <laughs> that's Shit. it. Um, yeah. So, I, I think that with that case, uh, which is a Paramount case, it's um, you know the the, the era, the time. Uh, it's so unique because it's an interracial couple. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah. So no, it's there's weird shit going on that that we don't know. Something that, that has always blown my mind away is that the dinosaurs were here for so long, mm. and then all of a sudden they're gone, and and now we're discovering that they're not gone just because of the belief that there was an, you know several asteroids or a big asteroid. They were on the decline beforehand. Yeah. <clears throat> so how did how did they have such a long life, and and they evolved to to basically a, a non-communicative, you know, non non-intelligence to the level of us and how do we show up on the scene and we're like yeah bitches we're here uh-huh almost you know it almost cases uh some kind of engineering on one would say well yeah, <laughs> yeah kind of strange I all, this yeah. is how the conspiracy starts that's, that's it on a lighter note i also like to think that if they are doing this to study us and they're just popping in every once in a while typically right over military installments which makes sense that's what i would do if i was just you know feeling it out 
uh, they're just popping down, checking on us. I also like to think that they were doing that to the dinosaurs too. And like going back and be like, these guys are fucking idiots, man. And then they come back for another flyby and it's like a detective with these giant files and all this case. And he comes back and the dinosaurs are gone and there's humans now. And he just walks back into his office, little alien fucking with the alien file. And like throws, he's like, God fucking damn it. He's like six, you know, goddamn thousand years, whatever it was, just down the fucking drain, you know? Like a guy who just had like a, uh, like an undercover cop who just had his case blown by like a, a street beat dude. <clears throat> 65 million years in the toilet, asshole. I just need a second. I have this great idea about this guy who uses the planet as an experiment. Just one second. And then he gets pissed off and throws. <laughs> was it a file, you said? File. Yeah, there's a file. It was a file. Is it, yeah. But it was an alien file. I love so it has to look different. File. It can't so be a manila floats, folder. It hovers. Um, Dean. I love that. Yeah, sorry. Thank you for keeping <laughs> keeping it real. Um, Starring Ryan Reynolds and Jeff Bridges. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hey, by the way, did you ever see Communion? I know you talked about the book, but did you ever see the Christopher Walken movie? It's fucking wily, man. It's crazy. I, I, I spoke with uh, uh, Whitley uh, as well. Um, I love the book. The movie uh, kind of went and did its own thing. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, 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 it's fucked up. I mean, we would be doing the same thing. That's all you have to do is project ahead and say, you know, we're now flying around. I know there's the prime directive that Star Trek talks about. You don't want to yeah. interfere, but bullshit. You're going to get down there and you're going to pluck some weeds and stuff. And yep. you're going to, you know, I'd get fired from the Federation tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know I'm wearing the red shirt, so I'd be dead anyways, but <laughs> either are, way, you're wearing it right now. Yeah, it is. Not it's true. hundred percent. This podcast yeah. dead. <laughs> let's just, let's just hope they don't have internet access so they can't see what pieces of shit we all really are because they, they would just come down and be like, Hey, we're actually going to get rid of humans just to do everyone else in the galaxy a favor mm. because clearly they're fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Are we worth oh, saving? Jesus. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope they don't watch our show. That's all I got to say. <laughs> you know, it'd be funny if like everything that we sent out to space, it would be our shitty ass fucking podcast that they would pick up and be like, fuck this. <laughs> We're going to annihilate those assholes. <laughs> Dude, it'll be like, um, what was it? Uh, Searching for Sugarman. Um, great movie. And then, you know, here's this, this musician in the, in the late 60s, early 70s that America has no fucking clue. But it becomes the apartheid theme. Yeah. And there, you know, it becomes this huge, big monster hit. And he had no idea. So maybe mm-hmm. your podcast could do the same thing over there. Crazy shit. Like there's some, like there's apartheid on some planet and your podcasts hey. are saving them. Hey, whatever gets the subscribers, dude. <laughs> I mean, will that be like shared on, will, will we get verified on Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll set up right now. <laughs> oh, dude. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on our show, man. If you, if you're down for it, we'd love to have you on again. If we like, cause it sounds like you're also into like the, uh, you know, the, the, I want to say alien drugs, filmography, drugs? like alien flicks and shit like that too. Drugs, yeah, we can definitely oh, get yeah. together a, uh, and binge drink alcohol if you're ever interested in that. Uh, we're a good spot <laughs> to stop for that. Yeah. But also, um, clearly, but yeah, no, if you ever want to come on and do like an alien show, dude, we'll, we'll, we'd love to have you back on again, man. This was a really good time. You, you're awesome, you're a fun dude to talk to. Uh, you, you have amazing tastes in jackets. It's great. Thank Lovely. you. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's what I'm wearing underneath that kind of disrupts <laughs> this whole thing. So I won't stand up. Um, but no, dude, this, guys, this, this was really fun. Um, go Brett Favre. Favre? Favre. Favre. Yeah, you yeah. got it. Yeah. Go do it. Go yeah. do it to it, Lars. Yeah. yeah, anytime, guys. This is fun. Thank you hey, man, so much thank you for so much, inviting Dean. me, by the way. Really appreciate it. Yeah. 
Absolutely, man. Thanks for making like it's it's rare that we see a movie these days that actually surprises or like freaks us the fuck out. And that was like uh, I talked about it for a goddamn week after we watched it. So oh, awesome. thanks for making mo- your, the movie you made, and, and thanks for taking the time to come on the show, man. This was a really fun interview. For really us. appreciate it, man. Oh, thank, thank you, you guys. so much. Likewise, thank you. likewise. Be well. You Bye. too. Right. Thanks. You too, man. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> and we will, on that note, take us a little break and go to the where the fuck is my my icon on my mouse. There it is. You know, the um, only the only reason why I, uh, I pulled my earbuds out right then was because it was awkward for a moment because I thought he was going to continue talking even though we had just said goodbye because he was trying to figure out how to end the call. <laughs> so I know, I. and I, I, I can see, him, the I can see him struggling and I knew you were trying to do it and then I just want to take my earbuds out because he I thought he might be like, ah. <laughs> I didn't want to make, I, I didn't want to well, make eye contact with him and be like, Big gulp, huh? Yeah, yeah. See I'll you see you. It was fun. <laughs> We're so unprofessional. No, that was a really fun channel. interview. I, what I a super us. nice guy, it man. Was. What a really easy uh, talk to yeah. guy. And by the way, when we found out that that dude is into UFOs and alien shit, I'm like, dude, this is going to turn into a two-hour show. Because, I mean, I was like, already got my Joe Rogan fucking, like, conspiracy hat on. Like, let's fucking jump deep. Like, <laughs> I've been thinking about aliens Well, we can't lot, get right, Travis so on. That's a lot of fun. So, yeah. <laughs> let's get somebody else. <laughs> Tom. Yeah, dude. All right, let's take a quick break. I got to pee really bad. We'll come back, and guys, we are going to do something really fun. We're going to rank all the Friday the 13th masks for the first time ever. We didn't even talk about that or promote the show that way, but that's what we're going to do with you guys. Uh, Thanks for showing up tonight. Don't you all go nowhere now. Hey, guys, this is Mark Wahlberg, and I just wanted to take a second to talk to you about We Watched a Movie. They got a really good Patreon going on over there. They'll do videos for you based on any of their characters. They'll do commentaries for you. They'll do movie reviews for you. They got behind-the-scenes videos. You got 20% off of all their merch. They'll even make you your own video store card like Blockbuster back in the day. They got commentaries just sitting there waiting to be fucked by your movie ears. I'll put the link below. We gotta outrun the wind. felt bad about during the whole interview other than that we're unprofessional assholes. But other than that, and we're not funny. Um, but those are just inside observations, but we didn't take any questions from the peeps, but I, I don't, I didn't know if uh, we were going to, because to be honest, Mike and I, uh, well, Mike had mentioned it. We went in this bitch bare bones. I, I, I didn't really have a lot of information to talk to him about as far as the movie research go. I mean, little hits like bits here and there and neither did Mike. So I don't know. I, I just, yeah. I, I didn't want to leave you guys out of it, but at the same time, we didn't want to like unnecessarily put, you know, have him stay here longer than he wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> well like yeah and like we we filled up the hour that that we we talked about having with him so i don't want to push any further but also like you know we didn't know what that movie was that's not a knock towards him or his movie or anything like that but we didn't know who he was so wasn't sure how many of you guys would know who he was i was really pleasantly surprised that how awesome this chat is how awesome you guys are that everybody hung around because it's not the typical thing we do it was kind of a new thing yeah. <clears throat> uh so it was like one of those things i don't know if you guys will even know what you know uh who, who it was we were talking to again not a knock against them just that we didn't know either until we found it, and it's a fucking fascinating oh, dude. thing. He's a fascinating was, dude too. That guy's funny. I loved shit. him, and I and I also like the fact that um that he was as much into um the UFO thing and the abduction stuff as as Mike and I have discussed before. We even had a drunken uh-huh. Patreon thing that we did. That's <laughs> probably never mm-hmm. see, but we did do that one time, and that I think it's always interesting to see people when they uh what their opinions are, especially people in the movie or in the biz like when they're like because he was he was well researched and it's really interesting that yeah. he's going to do the uh the betty and barney hill thing in his new documentary that's coming out because that shit is fucking fascinating dude that is one of the most fascinating cases of all time 
Yeah, and that's one thing I would I would like to ask him more about that shit too. It's just that we were running so low on time there, but uh, yeah, that guy was that guy's funny shit. And I, I knew the second I interview I interviewed the second I emailed him and asked him if he'd come on the show, his responses were fucking cracking me up, and I was like, this guy's gonna fit in just just fine here. Yeah, you know what I mean? He did not disappoint. That was cool. He was a cool dude. I liked man. him. Uh, Rockpit Knowledge says, "What up, Mike and Jay? Sorry I'm late. Love y'all. Love you too, buddy." Thanks for the super chat. And by the way, we're back open on those again. Uh, sorry, we just didn't want to. We didn't know how much time we well, had. Also, we'll also, you know, and, and on top of that, you know, like we mentioned, it'd be hard for us to go back to every if, if it was a super chat trying to ask him a question. You know, so right, yeah. But if exactly. you got, but and and again, we'll if you guys are just again. joining in and you didn't know who that guy was, you guys got to do yourself a favor. Mike released it uh, earlier this week. Uh, it's uh, UFO abduction incident at Lake County. Was that it? In late, in, incident, yeah, late you guys gotta yeah. go check that out but you can find it free on youtube and watch the whole thing it's really worth your time it really yeah. honestly is yeah and if you want someone to watch it with we have a commentary on our patreon you can watch the whole thing with us and it was our first time watch too it blew us the fuck away jerry ramey thanks brother really appreciate it. it says here's 20 dollars for dr loomis dr loomis's bar tab for dealing with michael assuming dr chalice left any beer dr chalice always leaves loomis to pay the bar tab. he got done does i hate his ass even more now um, oh, you know, I have to listen to your fucking. Well, I have to. Li- I have to smell your goddamn, goddamn cigarette-infused breath. Smells like goddamn Jack you're Daniels so, cummed in your mouth. Shut up! You're so you're so angry all the Yo, time. You're, just, you're so you're drunk so all the time. Just, How do you do operations? You know, it, it's a wonder why you won't let me play your wingman. You're not gonna play uh, with my wiener. Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> wingman. You know, that was one time in San Antonio. When you right, operate, it's like the game operation. If you make a mistake, the light bulb goes off in the nose. If you didn't have such feminine features, maybe I wouldn't. My have God, drunk, you know, you know, you need this, you know, I am a psychologist. You need to be referenced to goddamn that sex doctor. What's the name? That ugly old bitch that used to do sex doctoring. I don't even remember her name. I don't remember her name at all. <laughs> Sally Chelsea. Yeah, she was the, no, I can't remember her name. Uh, I always think of Janet Reno. <laughs> when I think of that, the, the, Dr. Child, I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was a fun interview, man. I had a good time. Uh, but moving on, it is the week of Friday the thirteenth. It is the week of Friday the thirteenth. We just released a video today going through five unreleased Friday the thirteenth movies that never happened before. And what we were gonna do the night that we filmed that, we were gonna do our top uh, we were gonna rank the Jason Mass, which is something we've never done on this channel before. And then we got we we had too much to drink and we got really confused. <laughs> we were like, let's just say it for a long time. We're like, all right, as it normally we'll goes. So yeah. That's what we'll do. Uh, actually, I've got some diet soda. No alcohol in it What whatsoever. a fucking lie. Okay. Holy shit. That's, That's like saying there's no such thing as aliens. There's alcohol oh. in this? <laughs> I could get addicted. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Patricia Gregory, thank you so much. Says, hi, Mike. Hi, Jay. So good to see you guys together again. Jay, welcome home to your Wham family. I miss you so much. I am happy, happy. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a, it, it was a it was a journey, but I found my way to you. I felt like Russell Crowe in The Gladiator when I was just filling the dandelions and I knew I would make my way back. <laughs> Rock Pit Knowledge says it was Dr. Dr. Ruth. Yes, Dr. Ruth. I'm not sure who that she is. She was a sex Dr. doctor. Ruth. She was that old lady that always talked like nasty shit. She'd be like, you know, I like to do anal sometimes. Everybody should try it one time. <laughs> she would. She would get really into it. Sometimes I get uh, drunk and I just want to do something naughty and I say, stick it in my butt, Greg. You should not be ashamed of saying that you want me to play with your pecker because I would do it. (laughs) (laughs) Slap me in the face with it, old man. Uh, But yeah, so let's rank the Friday the 13th fast. This this should be fun. This should be fun. Ah! Okay. I'm excited about it. 
All right, so I, I got it. I got the pictures pulled up here. Now Jay and I have. I was gonna. I, I wanted to do the ranking the same. I wanted to tie it in and do one big ranking for the channel. But Jay and I's opinions are just too goddamn different. Well, you know. This, well, you mentioned subject. the drunken attempt that we made uh, when we were together, and I think our opinions were closely the same. But that could be that we were seeing double. I got two guns, one for each of you, mm -hmm. when we were together. So <laughs> I, looking at it soberly, I changed. Like I don't know. I I, I guess my opinion sh shifted. <laughs> Yeah, well, the, we weren't close anyway. We were just lost in the ether. Gary Callow says, have you seen the Halloween trailer in cinemas yet where Lori says, if I do anything, I am pulling that mask off, and then it shows her pulling it out like hell, and what to, what to, uh, what do you and Jay think? I haven't, I haven't seen, seen that it. one. I've seen the Halloween Kills trailer in theaters, but not the one that, but I have heard of that rumor of that one. Uh, it sounds pretty You better not dope. touch his uh, fucking maybe, mask, okay? <laughs> maybe, um, maybe we'll see it, uh, you know, this week. Maybe it'll be in front of Dolpery 2 or something like that, but... Uh, so, all right, Jay. What what is like? You have your yeah. list. I have my list. We'll just take turns going through it. What is what? See, what is you the worst Friday Thirteenth mask of all the of all, all the masks? A hundred percent. And I mean, you know, and I was gonna put the backhead part, but it's not the backhead. Jason is is really unique and different and special in a lot of people's hearts and mm -hmm. farts for a reason. So it would never be that one. But I always thought that the worst mask was Jason goes to hell. And I know there's a lot of uh, love for them in the deep dark of the crustaceans in your underwear. But the thing about that mask is that mask was barely there. It was just it was just a, he had a fat fucking swollen tumor like face. And that mask was barely covering it. Look, Jason had been on the Pringles diet for a long time at that point. So the mask was barely on there. <laughs> but on second. But the second thing is and, and I and I, you know, we're included. People bitched a lot about the Rob Zombie Halloween to Michael Myers mask, which the fact that he barely covered his face at one point. Uh, granted, uh, Jason's a zombie, but still, it's barely there. It looks cool with the, the with the silver look, but, you know, because the the cover art for Jason Goes to Hell is fucking badass. Like that silver, it's pure goddamn silver. That motherfucker went platinum. If they had gone with that full on platinum mask, I'd be down for it. But it, when it's barely there, I hated that mask. That's my worst mask of all time. Uh, same. We do agree on this one. That is also my uh, dead last mask because it looks stupid as hell. Like, it looks dumb as hell. It doesn't fit his face. Like, it, his face bubbled over yeah. the top of it. Like, if you see here, it looks like his face got just fucking melt like a goddamn... Like, if you put a penny inside of a goddamn meatball. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like It, just, <laughs> it did look like it that. Looks yeah, it looked like a Hot Pocket getting ready to explode. <laughs> like, you yeah. put that bitch in the microwave for way too long. Like, when you open it up, it's all bubbly and almost ready to fucking pop out the middle. <laughs> yeah, it looks like you put your thumb, like you're fucking just put your thumb in like a in like a, a pound of ground meat. Yeah. And just it's not it good. In. It's not good. I don't I don't like it at all. And also one of the worst Jasons, maybe my least. Well, you know, it would have been it would have been a Jason fine Jason if he had been in the movie more than fucking 20 seconds before he got annihilated by the Air Force. Whoever the fuck killed him. The SWAT team. Eat this heart. Yeah. Motherfucker. Yeah. And then that scene was even cool. Like the FBI scene was cool. But then the he's dead. And then no, everybody's just passing around yeah. his fucking goddamn heart like it's a liver special at Golden Corral. Look how I have this. <laughs> <laughs> I need this. Yeah, it looks like shit. I don't like it either. It's got all bubbly head, bubble mm -hmm. guts going on. All right, so what's your next worst mask? Since we both agree okay, on that uh, one. Well, my next worst. Okay, so I, I would I, I went to this one. I, even though I don't hate the mask per se because it, it looks okay, I just it's because of the reveal of it, and I didn't like it. And I, I feel like there was a little switcheroo to the fans. It's the Friday the Thirteenth Part Five mask. The Roy Burns mask. Now, I know that and, and I've, I've also grown to love that movie over time. I hated it when it first came out, but I do feel like a switcheroo occurred. And maybe they were giving signs because the blue check marks on the mask. 
the mask itself is fine, but the fact that it's really not Jason, it's low on the fucking list. So I have to put it there just because it's like, you know, buying the, you know, listen, I wanted to get a Jason mask, but I got it from wish.com. <laughs> so it's my wish.com <laughs> mask. But while it looks cool, but it's not really Jason underneath of it. So I got to give it a, I'm good. <laughs> Once again, we are in agreement. My, that is also my next worst mask uh, is the Roy Burns mask. Be- just because you said it yourself, like it's not Jason and it's got light blue mask, which is a red herring immediately. It's got those light blue check marks. It's like, I know Jason didn't wear this, so it might as well just be. It's like a fucking it's like a, it's like when someone tells you you bought a game used jersey and, and it's like, <laughs> no, man, that shit never went on Eli Manning's back. <laughs> you know, like I'm not wearing that shit. It's just, it's not. Jason never even wore this mask, so to me, it's fucking. You thought hilarious. it was the. You thought it, you thought like it was a, a genuine Jordan jersey from Chicago Bulls, and it turns out when he was with the Wizards, <laughs> and you're like, fuck <laughs> that, I don't want that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't want I don't the like Wizards jersey. I, I thought it was the Bulls jersey. All I said in the yeah. description, it was a Jordan jersey. You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this shit belongs to fucking Steve Kerr. <laughs> <laughs> I even like, hey, I'd wear a Steve Kerr jersey. I love Steve Kerr. I couldn't think of word. like Luke Longley. We'll go with Luke Longley or or, or BJ Armstrong. Uh, but so, all right, what's your next worst mask? Uh, coming in at hot on number 11 is going to be the Friday the 13th reboot baghead. Uh, not that it was a bad mask per se, but again, you know, the baghead uh, had to show up at some point. I, I feel like it looks... It looked like it looked like that motherfucker had a California King on <laughs> when the, there was one part where it was like all straight triangled up. And I don't know. It just looked weird. Like, I not that it's a bad mask. It's just uh, first off, it didn't look fun- fucking functional at all. Like, it looked like he was blind in that mask half the time. Like, at least in the original mask, they tore a big enough hole for his dumb shit, deformed eyeball to see out of this one. It looked like you had to be squinting hard to fucking see out of that one little eyeball that he ripped out. I just don't like that mask at all. I just feel like it's, uh, and you know, on, and I know why they did it in the 2009 remake because they were trying to get through everything because the backhead is a very important part of Jason history. But I feel like, you know, fuck it, just skip that part and let's get right to the mask. So the backhead part, I'm not like really that. into it. I like that Stacey James said, I'm with Jay so far, even though our picks have been exactly the same so far. <laughs> I'm with you, Stacy. I got you back till the end of the line, pal. We both, we both said that. Hey, was you know, little do you know that yeah. Stacy is my Bucky. <laughs> I can do this all day. I literally said the same goddamn thing. No, uh, yeah, actually, I, I disagree with this one. This is not my next worst one. So we do disagree at this point. Uh, my next worst one uh, after that is going to be, uh, which, uh, you know, they're not terrible at this point, but um, my next one on the list would be, uh, where is it? Let me find it here. Where are you? Um, the Freddy vs. Jason mask. Mm. And yeah, I, I know a lot of people like this one or whatever. And the reason it's so low on my list is because it just doesn't do anything. Is it the me. hair? Is like, it like the little strand of hair? Because that, that always bothered me a well, little no, bit too. Because, well, I don't even count the hair because it's just the mask that we're talking about here. So I'm just thinking of the mask. Like the for Jason's looks could be a whole different thing. It just, to me, it just didn't ever. I mean, it's just, it's the same mask with some fucking dirt rubbed yeah. on it. You know what I mean? Like, so it just didn't, it never really stood well, out to me. I think it's one of the least standoutable ones of the entire franchise. It doesn't even have the axe. Cut I, well, it, well yeah, yeah. They did leave that part out. I always liked that mask a little bit though, because it did look more original and it, it did look at least, at least as far as they could go back to the original. I hated that fucking strand of hairdo you know why because when you look at that picture straight on he looks like fucking vega from street fighter <laughs> you know you know who vega you remember vega with the claws he yeah, looks like vega yeah. i wish they just i was like hey, uh, look before he killed me i would just be like hey man i got some scissors in my back pocket let me just snip that off a little bit and you're gonna look good <laughs> just let me <laughs> i hate that fucking strain yeah. i don't know why it, it throws the mask off i have the mask a little higher on my 
list, but I can see why you don't like that one. Yeah, and Stacey James actually says it perfectly. It's the eye holes. They're, I didn't notice it before, but they're so oval. Like, they're so tiny circles, and his eyes look weird behind it. It just doesn't It doesn't look yeah. right to me. You know what I mean? It just seems like someone, like, it seems like a Spirit Halloween fucking Jason mask or whatever. But anyways, what's, what's your next uh, one? Uh, so my next one is the, and I hated to put this so low on the list because I really do enjoy this movie. I, I, I put Friday the 13th, the reboot mask on there. I don't know why. I we agree yeah, again. And, and, you know, and, first off, Stacy's on my team, so you could stop trying to pretend. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, I, I, you know, and well, you know, the, the reason is, and I don't know what it is, man. And, and I love Derek Mears. I thought Derek Mears was an awesome Jason. I think he's awesome guy in general. I've seen his interviews. That guy, I would buy him an ice cream cone like that. But he also, it, it was the fucking, I don't know. It, it, it was like the masks didn't fit his fucking face. You know, his neck was too big. This motherfucker looked like the bad guy in the mask putting on the mask. <laughs> you remember the bad guy when he puts the mask on? Like his, yeah, his neck good... is too big. His head is too big. And it's barely, it just doesn't work. That's a, that's a great analogy. But yeah, I mean, but, but, I, I, but exactly I, I do, right. I love that movie. And so I don't want people to think that we don't love that movie, but that mask is not that good. I mean, I got to be honest. It's just mm. not that good. Yeah, and it's like a, it's it's kind of has the same Freddy versus Jason, in, in that it's the same mask. There's nothing really special about it, but it really doesn't fit his head very well. It's also like the Jason goes to hell mask because his head is almost coming out and bubbling over top of the yeah. mask in a weird way. Like there's nothing that wrong goddamn with it. pizza roll should have been taken out of the oven about two minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, you roid rage, <laughs> like, bro. I <laughs> I don't even dislike it. Like, and now we're at the point where, like, Jason doesn't have very many bad masks. So now we're at the point where, like, no, these aren't even no. bad. Like, I don't, I don't even notice it when I watch the movie. But if you're ranking it, it's just not as good as the ones we're getting ready to talk about. Well, this was what's I'll your be, next? But one? honestly, yeah, I'm oh, sorry. I, 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 you, well, I'm the, I'm, I'm going to go to the next one too. But the thing about these masks are is that, um, uh, well, you have Michael Myers and, and like Michael Myers masks. They are very. Like they're varied. I mean, you can really tell the differences in masks. I think from one movie to the next, pretty easily because they use different molds yeah. and things like that. Jason usually generally has pretty much a um, uniform type of mask, so there's only slight variations. It's uh, it was a little hard for even I, I almost couldn't make the fucking list because like one looks <laughs> as good as the other. It's like I, as long as I know that motherfucker's got a hockey mask on, I'm sold. <laughs> Like, this one does kind of look like vacuum sealed to his fucking face. Like it found him and stuck to his goddamn face. Like I can't. Wait, you know, and uh, the reboot mask. Yeah, that yeah. motherfucker left that that uh, banana in that Ziploc bag too long. <laughs> There's no doubt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, okay. So my next one, uh, I I put um, uh, and I guess this. Yeah, this would be it. Um, it wasn't the big. Okay, so it's Jason X, but it's it's not the it's not the beginning part of Jason X when he is in the underground bunker. It's the oh, it's, it's an Uber Jason. Uh, I didn't include the beginning mask either. And also, by the way, this is my pick as well. So we agree once again on this one. Um. So yeah, I okay. So Jason X, the Uber mask, that was my next favorite. Yep. And the reason why is it was so different and out there and and non traditional that I was like, man, they're going out out here on a limb. Now I'm not saying that it doesn't look like something you would get at a fucking county, you know, uh, county fair, <laughs> like as a prize that they're trying to go make it look like Jason, but it really didn't work. But it, it kind of looks like Skeletor is underneath of it a little bit. But I still enjoyed it just because it was fucking rough. When he gets that mask and got the red eyes and he starts fucking shit up on the space station. Man, I got to be honest. And half his body is cybernetic. I'm like, you got nowhere else to go. You're in space. Let's have a good fucking time. 
So I put that up there, uh, but it's not like the, it's obviously not a traditional Jason mask, but it's fucking it's kind of cool, man. It's kind of this the color, the silver part, the platinum is what I wanted the, him to have on the entire time during Jason Goes to Hell. Like just yeah, the platinum it, part. It's, yeah, I, it's cool. Like it's a cool idea. It's neat, but he also just looks like he went into a fucking Home Depot and like went to the toaster section and like you yes. know just fucking stuck his face. His face toaster. looks like he, but I, he he face fucked the toaster. <laughs> yeah, he no like, he, he, yeah, he he looks like Shredder went and picked up the wrong mask that day, and his eyes. He looks. I mean, he kind of looks like a, a weird, like fucking like rabies filled goat. But he's scary like, as fuck like, sitting in that hallway. Yeah, like it's cool, but also you're like, goddamn, what Power Rangers movie set were you supposed to be on today? Like, we're, <laughs> we're sort of latest like, creation. Why are you here? <laughs> Yeah, like, what are you doing here? And, like, it, it, he looks like a fucking grater that you grate cheese with. Like, it just doesn't, like, it's cool. I like it. But if you look too long at it, you know, just like, it's, 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 I, I, I can't, he looks like Deadpool fucked the What toaster. I like about it is, like, I think, I think <laughs> like, from far away, you can appreciate it. But up for, it's like liking Def Leppard in the 80s. You, you enjoy it when no one's around, but you would never admit it out loud. <laughs> it's like Nickelback today. It's like I enjoy some of their songs, but I will never tell anybody that I rock it out to Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, dude. He looks. He he is the Jason version of the uh, uh, Super Nintendo Super Scope that we got. That the fucking missile, or you know, the missile launcher looking thing, the Super yeah. Scope gun. He's like, you you did too much, dog. <laughs> like it's just yeah. It, it's that, it's like that one person that kept going with the plastic surgery and like, why you do that though? Why you do that though? <laughs> it was good enough with your with your facelift. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, it looks like a fucking vent in a but house. I still, like, but I still, but I still enjoy it, and I, I, I do, and it's I gotta cool. give it up to him, dude, for Jason X. The fact that it was almost a throwaway movie, and it was really just an in between movie before Freddy versus Jason, and they got Kane Hodder to come back. They at least tried something different that had never been done before, and radicalizing that mask because no one had ever had the balls to do it. The most they'd ever done was the Roy Burns mask. Like completely, you yeah. know, with the blue hash mark. So at least they went out and tried something. So I'm like, I got to give him credit for that. He looks like he sounds like Bane. <laughs> he was, he was. I told you not to come to this camp, and now you're all in big trouble. He was Bane's father. <laughs> He's Bane's daddy. Oh shit! What's the next one on your list? Well, you haven't got yours. No, that that is. Oh, one. we, we agree. Okay, one. so uh, my. <laughs> it's funny. Because I mean, people would be like, oh, so Jay and Mike didn't agree on that because Mike was riding it harder. <laughs> I was like, no, not really. We both agreed. <laughs> so my next one is, um, uh, yeah, so Friday the 13th, part seven. And I think that's that's my favorite. I think that that is my favorite uh, Friday the 13th movie, New Blood. I think that's the New Blood. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Uh, movie. I like the movie itself a lot. I do. How, I, I do like how they handle. And that was also Kane Hodder's first, uh, you know. Uh, appearance as Jason and also you got the the breathing thing the mannerisms of what people would come to know forever as Jason Voorhees the way that uh, Kane Hodder portrayed him uh the mask itself fuck that I don't need to see his half face with some gingivitis going on in the side teeth because that was the one thing I didn't like about it It was like I know it was supposed to be fucked yeah it was all fucked up I was like god damn those piranha have been going at you since you've been under that lake but i was like i wish i i know that that telekinetic girl had brought him back to life or telepathy or charles xavier farted and he came back to life or however the fuck they explained it but i, I was like could you not kind of repair his mask a little bit too because that the only thing again it goes back i don't want to see some of their face i know that's cool like some people don't mind it and they like that that's cool for them i don't like seeing that much of their face i mean and and the fact that you could see half his fucking 
<laughs> half his chompers. I, I, I was not like I wasn't a fan of that. But overall, the mask was fine. I thought it was better than for sure the Jason X mask because it's still a traditional Jason mask. Yeah, yeah. And this is where we start to disagree hardcore because that one's a lot higher on my list. So I won't comment yet until I get to mine. But uh, my next one would be actually you already talked about it a little bit. But my next one uh, on the list would actually be once again old Baghead, but from the reboot. Oh, you like that? Like I. I like I like it because like it's 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 inventive. It gets the people fucking going. I mean, yeah. Does it look like a ripoff of the town that dreaded sundown? Mm-hmm. Sure, uh, but you know, I just thought that in the in the realm of the movie that they were doing, where they're rebooting Jason, I was really excited that they were throwing a bone to Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, uh, an old baghead Jason in a 2009 film because that 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 version of Jason is so often forgotten about. I was so excited to see it. Number one and number two, they did they updated it a little bit. They took old Friday the Thirteenth Part Two Jason and they they gave him like this motherfucker looks like he could be on a J Crew ad or like standing yeah. out in front of fucking Abercrombie with the new face masks. Like he it, it looks pretty goddamn good. Uh, well, it, yeah, yeah, well know, I just I, I always thought his face looked like he got vacuum sucked from a vacuum. Cleaner. like it looked like that mask was way too fucking it's pretty tight but yeah i was like what, what kind, did you get the extra small potato sack like i mean was there he went to men's warehouse <laughs> he got that shit like he got that that shit, shit was tailored you know but i mean i was like holy shit man <laughs> yeah. you were supposed to be grabbing a regular potato sack out of nowhere and you grabbed one that just fit you right like i don't know it's and they had a fucking little <laughs> it does like, i don't know like at least the original one well. made sense because it really did look like he found it out of nowhere like, yeah he's like no I this motherfucker sexy. was fitted for him during his 14th birthday <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're saying. What's your what's your next uh, one? Okay, so okay, so I wait. I think number seven. Okay, so number seven for me. I actually have Freddy versus Jason mask on there. Uh, the traditional mask. Okay, uh, we already talked about that, so I don't need to go into it. I have problems with it, but I do enjoy that mask better because at least it covers his fucking face. I don't like that strand of hair, like he's a goddamn witch on the mountaintops trying to create the biggest pumpkin that anyone's ever seen because i that little strand of hair that's what i think of i I think of like a a fucking warlock or a witch (laughs) with a mask on trying to be like oh i'm this is going to be my greatest pumpkin i like (laughs) i hate that stringy like fucking hair it's well you know what and it's one of those things it's like um he looks stupid. He's well, like, that's, oh. what, that's what I mean. It's, it's like, hey, man, I walked down a tractor supply. Come on down here and get yourself a John Deere. Don't believe me? Well, fuck you. But, uh, like, I don't know. I, I get, like, OCD about that. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just like the we get mad about Halloween 5. The mask is bad in of itself. But the fact that he didn't tuck that shit in, it fucking bothers me. I don't like to see that little strand of hair, that little rat tail. It's like, are we back in 1995? Are kids really having the rat tails with a little bead around it? <laughs> Like cut that shit off, stop it. But I still like it better than the other ones that were on the list so far. <laughs> okay, yeah, and you know, you guys got my thoughts on that one. My number seven is gonna be where to go. Where where are you, you motherfucker? Where are you, little shit? Holy shit, I can't find it. I can't. Are you talking find about it? your list or your wiener? Okay, <laughs> where well, are you, you little shit? I found it. You're supposed to be hard. <laughs> I found it. It's it's Jason takes Manhattan. It's my oh. next my next oh. mask on the list. Uh, and this is because like look like. It's just 
it's more the movie than it is the mask. And, and I know you're not supposed to do that in these situations, but the problem here is that like the, the movie just sucks so fucking much yeah. ass and the mask, like so many of the masks look the same anyways. There are some great shots like this one where you do see Jason in Manhattan and just seeing the mask in Manhattan does give it some extra points, mm-hmm. but like, it's just, it's the same mask and you've seen in so many movies. The, the weird, if you look at the, uh, the ax break in the top, it looks like it's almost somehow healed itself, which, makes no sense that the axe cut would be there because in part seven he he was missing half of his fucking mask so the continuity is all fucked off for me and also i just hate the goddamn movie so that's why it lands for me here it's it's, it's still a classic looking good looking yeah my, yeah manhattan is way up on the list for me i mean hi hi goddamn this is my first time smoking weed what so i can't comment on it but i will agree that it's distracting as far as like the movie is so bad that it's almost you can't really even appreciate how good the I mean, because I mean, I think overall it looks like amazing costume. But yeah, I, yeah. But this is we, we vary differently on this one. So I'll let you talk about that when you get yours. Yeah. But like, um, uh, so we're at seven. What's your six? Uh, my, your mine would be uh, part 3D. So Ooh. Friday the 13th part 3D was my next favorite mask. I do like it. It's a little clean. It's a little clean. But it's got the the axe mark in it. I, I do appreciate that. And I feel like his costume overall just he looked fucking deadly. He looked sexy deadly. And I liked it. I mean, I, there was like enough of nastiness about him. And you're like, oh, man, that guy probably smells like pure butthole. But at the same time, you knew there was like a ninja mastery in him. I don't know. Like this guy was clean. <laughs> <laughs> it was clean. And it was clean kills. It was smooth. I, I don't know why. But when I when I think of Jason. There's a few masks that come to mind, but that one in particular, I don't know why, but that mask always hits my fucking frontal lobes right away. Yeah. One of one of the few times, like, there's a few other masks that do as well, more than once. But that one, for sure, man, I, I don't know why I love that mask so much, but I really do love it. I just love it. I love it, too. Yeah, I absolutely fucking adore it. And I, I'll talk about it when we get to that that point in the thing, but... um so my net, what where the fuck were we at? Okay, so my number six is actually going to be Jason Lives, oh. uh, which is... Yes, here we are. Here we are. Now, now it's the masks, not the outfits. The outfits, I've got a whole lot to say about it. We'll have to do a whole other video on the outfits. But the mask itself, again, it's just one of those for me. It's it's, and now we're getting to the we're getting to the point now. Obviously, where the Jason doesn't have a lot of bad masks. That's okay? true. Yeah, most just, of Jason's yeah. masks are pretty fucking good. So now we're at the point like, why do we love them so much? Not why do we hate them so much? And for this one, it's just like it's just a solid fucking Jason mask. You know, you don't have the stripes on the, on the cheeks. You have the one triangle in the middle. They do have the cut in the corner from uh, part 3d where he got axed and it just it's just solid i mean it's just it's perfect middle of the road for the list just a solid mm-hmm. mass not a whole lot to even say about well and, it, and, you know? and the weird thing once we start getting through these and i mean I, of course there's a there's a lot more fans um that could go into more detail about these masks uh mike and i are <laughs> we're michael myers fans okay we admit it we like that suck that tit uh but I, I don't know. It's weird when you get into these like upper levels of the Jason mask, it's really hard to distinguish <laughs> one mask is almost as yeah. good as the other mask. So, yeah, I don't know. But I agree. Like I always say one good turn deserves yeah. another. <laughs> oh, oh, chocolate covered pretzel. Eh? No one will stink palm me, sir. Um, so okay. <laughs> what's your five? Uh, my number five is it would be part two. So that's the original baghead. Uh, and, you know, you got to give it up for the, the original backhead. First off, it's the first time you're introduced to Jason himself, and, and it starts the fucking franchise as far as what we know of, of, of it today. It separates itself completely from the Pamela Voorhees uh, character 
And Jason goes out on his own goddamn, you know, testosterone, hormone-driven, I need a woman rage at all these titties that he sees at Crystal Lake. But all he's got, he's only got money for a potato sack. And you got to give credit to a man that starts from a potato sack and he graduates to a hockey mask, slicing titties up like he don't give a shit. But I, but the reality of it is the, 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 the backhead, Jason, is fucking terrifying. It's really scary, man. And I'm not saying that, you know, obviously the hockey mask is iconic and it belongs in the Jason franchise for sure. But if you're talking about a crazed killer that lives out in the woods, probably not going to have access to something like a goddamn hockey mask or anything like that. So a potato sack makes sense that they would just use to cover their deformed, ugly ass, toxic Avenger face from Troma Studios cover you know one eye and then start fucking shit up that's scary to me because what's what's terrifying is that probably or possibly could have happened in the past that we don't even like i mean it's like that's what's scary like you're not going to usually run across a killer that's like oh so i found a wayne gretzky hockey mask and i put that on and i i feel like the the, the backhead jason is and of course it's all fantasy we know this but i feel like that's the most realistic version of a crazed killer in the woods jason Voorhees that we've ever gotten it's my number five too dude so we're on the same page here once again it's my number five as well and i agree with everything you just fucking said i just think that like okay so if you go from the, the original jason and there there is no yeah. jason it's fucking pamela with her god he just he's only mentioned like don't you be don't you be having, don't you go across the, the lake with the boat because I'll kill you. <laughs> I just like, I like that this motherfucker popped out of the water and all the cops and the girl in the boat in the original were like, God damn, you're fucking ugly. So like this, this, this bag was just, you know what happened after the events at the end of the first Friday the 13th, poor Jason Voorhees, like fucking just stumbled around back to his goddamn camp. He's like, I gotta put something on my fucking face. I'm hideous. And he found the first thing. No one loves me ever. Fucking- no one. Yeah, he probably had a fucking pillowcase just to put over his head. Because let's be honest. If he got you that from pillow pants. Thir- <laughs> if, you watch, if you watch Friday the 13th Part 2 and you saw that corner window shot, that beautiful shot of Jason running down the hill going to kill somebody, and you saw that dude's face that you saw pop out of there, running through it, you'd fucking laugh. So even Jason was like, you hate me, don't you? I'm fucking ugly. So he found just anything the first thing he could. He's not fancy. He's not going to go to J. Crew. He's not going to go to the Gap. He's just going to find the first thing yeah. he can to throw on his ugly ass fucking face. And he's like, I wouldn't even fuck me without a bag on my head. Would you fuck me? I don't care how. Ripped. I wouldn't fuck yeah. me. <laughs> Jason doesn't care how ripped he is. Like, he doesn't care how fucking ripped he is from all these days working the yeah. lands and swimming. He's like, I am fucking. He looked at He finally found a goddamn mirror in one of the counselor's houses now that they're all dead and they let him in to, to look at these fancy things like mirrors. And he was like, God damn. And he just, he grabbed the fucking pillowcase, threw it on. I don't think it was meant to be scary. I honestly think that, that this was a sympathy mask for his victim. Yeah. Well, you know, his mask does look like he grabbed it. It looks like it's his, uh, his bedding that he'd taken multiple dumps in and wiped multiple like uh, crustaceans without representation on them and just grabbed it and wrapped it around (laughs) his head. Look, the thing about, and again, uh, you know, we're fans of Michael Myers for sure. But as far as a killer that is frugal as fuck (laughs) jason's the guy he's a frugal bitch and no one can ever say that because listen he did a lot of damage with a fucking potato sack that had butt marks on it he had butt marks on his potato sack the mask and he had one eye trying to be fucking fancy yeah because you know michael had to go out he had to get the william shatner mask and then he had to spray paint it 
and oh my god and he had to style the hair and put gel in it this motherfucker just found a potato sack and be like that's good enough fuck it <laughs> he's like the goddamn Kane of the of the killers he's Kane honestly we're just we're just lucky that Jason's dumbass, when he was trying to take it off or put it on, didn't accidentally strangle himself with a rope because he's so stupid. He yeah, but he would have come back. He would have been the same way when he in part three. He's like, ooh. <laughs> like, but he, uh, he was he was he was tactical though, right? Like he at least thought to put a rope around it so it would stay in the same mm-hmm. spot. Because you know, at first when he first tried it on, imagine Jason standing in front of a fucking mirror, just putting a pillowcase on his head or a potato sack bag on his head, and, and like faking like he's stabbing in the mirror, and like the mask moves so like he can't see his eyeball, and he's like, "Well, this isn't gonna work." So he finds a little leather strand and ties it around. He's like, "This will keep it in place." Like Jason is like, in a way, this is for his victims, like. He's he's kind of got a baby's mind, and he doesn't want them to see how fucking fuggly. Uh, you know he what it is when he's slaughtering. You know what them it is death. at the end of the day. Uh, Jason is the Ron Jeremy of the uh, of the killers. He doesn't care yeah, how ugly dick, he looks. Ugly he doesn't care how much of a yeah. pot belly he has, but he knows he's got the schlong to do the job, and that's all he cares yeah. about. He's literally yeah. Ron Jeremy. Good for you, Jason. Yeah, that's it, Jason. Good for you. You can go out there with a potato sack and kill them, Jason, because mother wants you to. Don't worry. <laughs> but you know, what? But, you know, his mom would be like, because you know, he's like, but mom, I mean, Michael down the street is wearing Oshkosh Magosh, and I'm wearing like nothing. I'm wearing like Walmart clothes. Like, it doesn't matter what you wear, Jason. It matters about the body count. <laughs> Patricia said he looks like he robbed the My Pillow guy. <laughs> He looks like this is the Marshall's version of like a fancy fucking. Uh, you got this at Marshall's. You you, you need some uh, pillow cushions. <laughs> does. Honestly, I think we're all just lucky that he found a pillowcase or a potato sack instead of what he could have found, which is just a bag of Lay's potato chips. I want everyone to close your eyes and imagine Jason running down that hill in Friday Thirteenth Part Two with a fucking bag of Lay's on his head, like a family pack of, of Lay's on his head with an eye hole cut out. I'd have been. Vi- <laughs> you know what? Funny would that is be? the body count still the same? Fuck it. Lay's potato chip goes up. <laughs> Jason body count goes up. Win win situation. Should be fucking Win win situation. Motherfucker's got family sized Lay's. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so fucking funny. Oh, fuck. What's your next one? Um, okay, so my number four, number four. is uh, Friday the 13th, part four, the final chapter. Again, it's not really much different from uh, to me as, as much as um, 3D. It's a little bit more damaged, a little bit more fucked up. And I, that's why I think I like it. Um, but, I mean, there was a... I don't know. Like, again, it's one of those masks. And, again, I'm not going to go into a very big, giant analysis of why I like this mask. But for me, it's Jason. When I look at that mask, I see Jason. Uh, and for the same reasons why, if I look at uh, 3D, I see Jason. But I, I don't know. I, it was a little bit more damaged. But it was it was clean, too. But it was more deadly. I don't know. Did that motherfucker sharpen it? It's like seeing Super Shredder. Like, like, you know what the Shredder looked like in the original TMNT movie in 1990. And then when the Super Shredder shows up after he gets rescued from that dog turd of a of a of a trap when he was crushed to death. And then he so like he starts like, you know, he, he starts sawing his helmet to points and he's like, only they know who did this to me. And he's putting his helmet on I'm like, whoa, I was like, that's Shredder, but it's a more badass Shredder. So I like this. I, I like Jason in this one because it just looks like. This goddamn Jason, you know, look, you fucked my head up. I got a headache. I'm mad. I got a white skin because I've been in water for a long time. I'm going to fucking kill you, and then I'm going to take your Motley Crue collection. I, I just, I think he's deadly. <laughs> uh, he looks deadly. Yeah. 
It's a great fucking mask, dude. I'll, I'll, I'll save me talking about it until I get to mine, but it is a great fucking mask. Uh, my number four is going to be part seven. You talked about it a little bit already. Uh, it was lower on. What was this one on yours? This was um, uh, part seven. What, what was the, the, the actual name? Uh, what was New, New Blood? Blood? Oh, yeah, that was that was further down. That was um, yeah, pretty, pretty. Yeah, low, I had a lower. Dude, I had a lower I, one on it. This is something we were drunkenly arguing on the other day because, like, and I get what you're saying. Like, it shows too much of his face. But I thought, overall, this Jason, Ghost Jason, had the best fucking look of all the Jasons. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about that in another video sometimes. But just the fact that, like... Why don't you just argue with Jason me constantly? No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, No, I'm honey. kidding, baby. Like, so many of these masks don't stand out. Like, they don't stand out on their own. They look the same. Jason lives. Again, it's a cool mask, but it doesn't stand out. This fucking mask is 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 fucking different from all the other masks it's got it's got it both has the cut from friday the 13th part three uh it's got the classic look of the jason masks but the fact that the side is so fucked up and edged on the way out so that you can see his fucked up grotesque ghost face makes it one of my only i don't like dude is it looks like the motherfucker got like he was eating goober grape and it got stuck on his fucking side and it like squished through his mask it looks like fucking goober grape from this angle, it looks like it, goober grape. I don't like it. He just—he looks like he got fucking got a right hook from Mike. Well, I don't Tyson. like that. Okay, like, my Jason's supposed to be complete. <laughs> Give me my complete mask, bitch. <laughs> I love this. I love this mask. But he does it's look like, scary. If He's you scary. put it, yeah. Even though it's just the mask that we're talking about, when you put that mask on and that face underneath it, it just adds. It adds a whole. Like I wouldn't have a problem if somebody said this is their favorite mask uh, yeah, in the I, franchise. I, I, I would be like, I get it. I think it has the most character because it's been through the most, and it's just fucking. Nasty, the thing is, man, I like. <laughs> I just think it's like you know somebody saw that they're like, <laughs> they'll be like, all chomper fucking ah. Jason. <laughs> and he can eat. He can finally eat yeah. this mask. It's just like push but it seven. Aside, is, you know, but hey, look, you know, uh, you know, I, I had seven masks low on my list. But as far as the movie goes, I love the movie. So, and you know, Kane Hodder, yeah. like again, yeah, Kane Hodder set the precedent for Jason in that movie. So it is what it is. Yeah. Um. So my number uh, three, we're on three right now, is uh, and, yep. and a big uh, a big props to them for uh, you really showcasing this is never hike in the snow. Or never yeah. hike alone. I think those guys what? over at uh, Womp Stomp Films did a fucking phenomenal job with not only retelling or recapturing the Jason spirit, which they did awesome. Uh, they also put a new costume together, as or as far as a new look, in my opinion, kind of based on all the other Jason masks before, um, you know, in a way that makes it stand apart. Uh, it's it's amazing to see Jason in the snow, and I think the mask. I mean, that motherfucker didn't go G.I. Joe camo or anything like that. The mask isn't like super white or anything like, you know, to match him with the snow. He didn't go camo for it, but it just looks like a really solid, awesome, badass original Jason mask that's not undamaged, but you could tell it's been through some battles, but it's still got the character that it needs to have for it to have its own story. And those guys fucking knocked it out of the park, man. Um, yeah, I just I love that mask. And when you know, even if you didn't know if that was from a fan film and it was just a mask, you're like, holy shit, when do they fucking film with that mask? Because that mask is that good. Um, that's that's how good that mask is. And you know, I just want to blow them. I want to blow the whole crew. Um, yeah. not with my mouth, we but with once. a prostitute that I would hire for them. Uh, she would be cheap. My that was me. Oh, it was it my was mouth. Mike's, yes. my uh, mouth. I, but I was happy. Red light too. district. 
Uh, but yeah, it, 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 it's, a, it's a phenomenal, solid mask. She works hard for them. But it really, it, but it, but it really is one of the better masks I've ever seen. As far as a Jason mask goes, one of the best masks I've ever seen. One hundred percent. Totally agree with you. I'll save my opinion for when I get to that one, but totally agree. And that's why we felt like, what does it say, you guys? How fucking wild, by the way, is it that these fan films that that Wompstom did were so fucking good that they had to be? That's what I mean, man. And that's that's what I'm saying. And that's what's so impressive is the fact that this was a fan film. This means that this was a project that was fueled by passion and love for the franchise. And they were able to create Mm -hmm. this mask on their own without any kind of studio help or the, you know, or anybody that, you know, like a, the awesome Academy Award winning Christopher Nelson, who would have helped them, I'm sure, because <laughs> he could. But they didn't have anybody on set that could really do that. And they did it on their own. I think that's fucking phenomenal. It's it's amazing. That's that's the kind of shit that Mike and I would love to do with our own Michael Myers mask. But we aren't talented enough and, and we're just stupid. <laughs> but these guys did it. Man. Exactly. It's so it's so, it's so it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It is so beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. Uh, my my number three is going to be. Are we on three? Mm. Or are we on four? Are we on three? Or are we on four? We are three. On We're on three. Three. We're on three. My number three. We already talked about it a little bit. It's it's Friday the Thirteenth Part Three D. And 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 here's why. Look, we'll, we're I can't really argue with video where we, Yeah, yeah. We, you can do the outfits. You can do the faces. You can do the actors that played them. Uh, but I've always had a soft spot for Friday the Thirteenth Part Three D as a whole, and I'm sure that that carries my opinion a little bit here because. Uh, it's, it's a, it's the, it's the original fucking Jason mask, man. It's the first one. And it was, it just, it happened to show up and it happened to create this fucking, this, this, this wild supernatural ride that the Friday the 13th franchise went on. And it was because of this mask that showed up on set basically by accident. You have all these guys in the Crystal Lake Memories documentary talking about, no, it was me who brought it out. It was me. I'm the one who did it. (laughs) How wild is it that one of the most notable and iconic images in horror history was fucking on a whim? A bunch of dudes standing around a set going, hey, that looks cool. Put it on. Fuck, it works. This is the this is the movie where we saw Jason. Sounds like how I was born for the first time. It's like, yeah, don't, don't wear a condom. Just put it in. Fuck it. Let's see Let's what happens. Put this penis in this hole and see if a baby comes out in nine months. Yeah, it's just it's 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 classic. Uh, now, if it came six movies later, you'd be like, what is yeah. that? But just it just holds a special place because it's the original. It's the very yeah. first. It, nothing like it. And again, it could have just been. I mean, it could have just been any fucking hockey mask. Yeah. Like just fate would just have it that this one had red marks on it. That this one looked a little bit different than your typical goalie mask. It could have been a shit fucking mask, but it was this one. And and I'll go into a, in a different video. But I just I th- this Jason's like my favorite. Well, let Jason. me let me let me throw in something. Guy. Um, Stacy's on my team. Well, Will Arwine is Mike's goddamn Bucky. I'm with Mike on these rankings. What do you say? I'm with Mike on these what rankings. What do you say? I'm with Mike what on these say? rankings. So fuck you. Yeah. So you got some. You got I a fan. fan. Hey, you know what? Yeah, you can be Toby McGuire. It's nice to have a God fan. Damn it. So yeah, people so you like got, me you too. You got somebody. You got somebody on your side. Don't worry. Will Arwine yes. is on your side. Yes. He's gonna fluff your nuts up. Yes. For you. So finally, thanks. But Will. I will say it is fuck. really interesting to what you how you mentioned uh, that particular ranking as far as that that's where your mask goes on there. It, it was like when you get a toy that's brand new that's not been damaged. <laughs> when it's mm-hmm. perfectly new and it's really sexy and no damage has come to it, you don't have to dust it. it it's a brand new, nice, out-of-the-package toy. That's what that is. But I do appreciate it, and I do love it because the fact that it was it was the first. And then yeah. Dirk Jason Hall, thank you, buddy. He says, Jason changes outfits like a stripper on a nickel. Yeah, <laughs> He does. He moves it around a lot. He switches it up, my friend. He does. 
what's your next one? You fucking. Well, whore? I think we talked about this one too. I think it's uh, Jason Lives is my number two. Uh, oh, that's high for you. Yes, I do like that one too. Let me go back to it. Let me find. Picture. I do like that. Uh, one. Jason Lives. Okay. I do like that. One. Explain yourself, Robert Ooh. Kelly's. Press one for Jay. Press two for Mike. Oh my God, we're don't, getting don't. Into, we're getting Please into don't. goddamn. Uh, yeah. It's a joke. No, no it's not a joke. God. It's not a joke. Fucking do it. No, it is a joke. Don't do it. <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> it's stupid because all you're going to do is like, break the channel up. <laughs> and we're going to go into the wolf. I'm used to everyone. We're going to go. Me. We're going to go to the NWO uh, white and black and the NWO wolf pack. <laughs> uh, I have my yeah, own self sense of I, I, I like the Jason Lives one, man. I, I really do. I think it's a, it's a I think it's a cool mask. Again, we're at a point where it's really hard to continuously describe or reason why these masks are so good or what they mean to me. But I mean, I, I think of Jason, I think of this mask, I think of my number one, we haven't got to yet, but I think of Jason lives. Uh, if you say Jason Voorhees, I think of this one. I, I don't know. I don't know why I like it so much, but I do. I really enjoy this mask a lot. Um, and, and again, it, but it, it's really hard to ex- like, it's like trying to explain why you like fucking chocolate. Like, it's like oh yeah it's sweet and it's soothing and it goes down just the right way like, i don't know it's like oh yeah when i'm in a bad mood and i'm depressed oh my god i had to have some chocolate that's why i, I don't know but when you get into, the, in, into this ranking part of the jason masks all the masks are good really i mean and there, there's only variations on it like hardcore fans will definitely pick apart certain parts of the variations but i think that Jason's masks itself, other than a few, are pretty much online as every other mask. So, uh, but Jason lives. It's a great mask, man. I don't know. I, I, I'm not. I don't want to. De- I don't want to delve no, deep into it. That, like it just looks good, you- man. It looks good. I mean, it's got all the good, sexy things about it, right? I, I get what you're saying. Like sometimes I just like what I like. God damn it. Well, I mean, if you look at like I can't that mask. Myself. If you look at that mask, that motherfucker, it, it's covering his whole face except this weird like eggshell green egg yolk skull and it's got the it's got the slice in it it's got the it's got the things if they went but maybe that's just because the way the camera shot it it just looks really good like it looks really fucking solid dude like i don't know that yeah like if, if you made me a poster with just that jason mask i'm like okay that feels good i like yeah. that I, yeah even though my ranking's different i totally get it i understand what you mean there's just like i think i think part like you can't help but be like that movie was so fucking awesome. <laughs> like it's partly it's partly due to the movie. Like you can't help it. You know what I mean? The movie was fucking great. Um, what what number were uh, we on? two? Uh, we're on two now. Okay, so um, number two for me. Jay's already talked about it a little bit. Uh, and like it, it's crazy, man. Purely masks. And don't get me wrong, I love the movie. I love the movie. I love I love the fan. I thought it was great, but. My number two favorite Jason mask of all time comes from a a a, a fan film, and 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 which one? About Jason hikes, <laughs> never hike in the snow, never hike alone. Yeah. Um, but you know, and and so many of you guys are so awesome to us, and you're so cool that you've sent us these. Um, and I look at them, you know, in my bunk when I'm jerking off at night. Dan, we're only like I, one I, uh, one ranking away from being on exactly the same. I, yeah, yeah, it's not far away. I just I, this is the one I always kind of jerk off to when I'm alone in my bunk. Uh, and, and like it, seriously though, like when you look at it, when you hold it in your hand, it's it's it doesn't have any of the red marks, any of the blue marks. It's just got this weird rustic oldness mm-hmm. to it that is just fucking cool. It's, it's like sexy these Vikings. masks. It's it's <laughs> my second favorite mask of all time because it's it's. It's cool without trying to be cool. Like I don't know, dude. I don't know what it is about this fucking mask, but it just it. 
it stands out to me so much more than so many of the masks in this yeah. franchise do. And it it's good. old and it's creepy and it's fucking it's cool and it's I just fucking it's like love going it, to the man. mall I love, and, I love and, this and you mask. you know you have your idea and you, and you have your thought on like I I want to get some Nikes. And like that's what mom gave me money for, Nikes. And then you walk in and you see some fucking Air Jordans. And you're like, "Bro, I need about another hundred fucking thousand dollars so I can buy these Air Jordan 16s or whatever the fuck they have. <laughs> but yeah, it, it just looks like an old ass fucking badass Jason mask that has seen many fucking camp counselors. This die. motherfucker sailed over on a creaky boat and stole people's souls. I like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> so it, but sick, it really man. is. Uh, so, yeah, I want to I want to pledge it. I want to get pledge and spray this fucking thing with because it's like an like I have many leather bound books. That's what this mask tells yeah, me. It tells me that it if has you open the Necronomicon books. or the Grimoire, if you summoned a demon, that's what it would look like. You're like, OK, this makes sense. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's fucking dope. OK, so my number one. So we're on the number one. We're on the number one. Holy shit. It's already happening right now. OK, it's happening right now. Ready for your wieners to get hard. Well, mine is. It's going to be Manhattan. So uh, Jason takes Manhattan, a shitty fucking terrible goddamn movie. I don't know how you have a boat that gets from a lake to the goddamn Pacific and then it goes to New York. But whatever. We're not fucking talking about semantics here. Actually, it would be in the Atlantic because the Atlantic Ocean is part of the fucking Manhattan uh, anyway. But um, overall, Kane Hodder and that costume with the chain around the neck, the decaying arm. The mask, it's still on his face, and the decaying, like, just, he looks so fucking cool, and, and, and he's built a shit. Dude, to me, that's fucking Jason, especially when he's walking, when he's just standing there in Times Square, and I think you have that picture pulled up. That is iconic. Mm. That's iconic Jason to me. No different than if I looked at iconic Michael Myers, or I looked at iconic um, Chucky, or iconic um, any of them. I, I, I don't know. This is uh, Freddy Krueger. This is this is to me Jason Voorhees. Uh, he's pissed off. He's fucking mad. He's wet as shit. His shit is decayed. His mask is barely hanging on, but it's still doing its job. And he's ready to fuck up some boomboxers on Times Square. Like to me, it's like it's the it's it's the Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's the Rock. It's all these motherfuckers coming down the ramp, ready to do the job. <laughs> I don't know. For me, Manhattan <laughs> is the iconic Jason look. Not the iconic yeah. Jason movie by any stretch of the imagination, but the look. I see where you're coming from, though. Like, as much as I disagree on your, your choice on this, I do see where you're coming from because it's like the perfect amalgamation of original Jason and like uh, zombie uh, Jason, supernatural zombie Jason. Jason yeah. Because, yeah, like, like when you see him. Whether or not the movie sucked and it was bullshit, seeing him power through Times Square with this Jason mask, it's like, in a weird way, even though it's not the perfect movie version of him, it is the perfect mask version of the look. I understand exactly. Well, I mean, yeah, and, and the bill. I mean, again, I don't think anybody else could have played the part better than Kane Hodder. I, I think that if you don't have yeah. Kane Hodder Killed it. You know, in that suit and in that mask, it's not going to be as effective. But, dude, I, and again, yes, you're right. 100%. The movie is garbage. It's, it's complete garbage juice. But... When when Jason's on screen, especially when he gets brought up from the fucking ocean or or the lake, and he's on the boat and he's breathing hard and he's doing all that shit, I swear to God, man, it's some of the best Jason I've ever seen in my life. And that's the Jason that I remember. When I was a kid, I remember that Jason, and that Jason to me will always be the real Jason. 
and it's really it's interesting that you say that that they blend it the supernatural and the normal jason into that one mm -hmm. character because they do that really effectively here if you look at jason goes to hell it's all the way supernatural this motherfucker's mask is ready to pop like a zit like he's not even human anymore he's walking around like a zombie but in this one yeah. he's still in the between situations i don't know man like i, I feel like as far as intimidation factors uh, you know, iconic factor. It's this one. And also, I, I, I point out to uh, Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers, the most vicious, you know, you could, you could even say the new blood to this one, the most vicious Jason. I mean, honestly, I mean, I, I, I put, you know, if you put Halloween 6, Curse of Michael Myers, up to Halloween 2018 was the most vicious Michael Myers. I feel like this particular version of Jason was the most vicious Jason that we ever saw. So... I don't know. I, I, that's why I love yeah. it. I get, I get where your head's at on it. As much as I disagree, I totally get where your head's at on it. So that's that's your number one. My number one is going to be one we've already talked about a little bit, of course. Uh, but the last one we're going to talk about tonight is, where the fuck is this son of a bitch? It is the final chapter, Jason. That is my favorite Jason mask of all okay, time. I had that on four, um, so it was in the top five. Yeah, not too far away. And, and the <laughs> reason is, is because uh, my, like, if you look at how much I adore the, the Friday the 13th Part 3D mask, it's so fucking classic. It was the original mask he got. It was fucking just like all the reasons I said I love yeah. the Part 3D mask. Now, add to that, now we have this badass slash in the top corner of his mm -hmm. head, and it's got the blood sparks on it. Now, add to that that this is the best or second best, uh, pretty much unarguably. It's either Jason Lives or Friday the 13th Part 4, as far as which two are the best in the franchise, for most people. Um, that this is the best or second best movie in the franchise, some of the most memorable moments. I just, I think that this mask is the best for me. It's it, it, it's it's the it's the the continuation of what he went through in Part 3D when he first got the yeah. mask. It's the awesome fucking axe slash in it. It's the fact that this is one of the most uh, iconic fucking Jason movies. And it just, to me, this mask, it, it, it holds inside of itself both the classic Jason mask and the variations. Yeah. It's just the best. It's, it's the mix of the best. And of it, also all had a, it also had a great story. It does it. The story was yeah. amazing. Yeah, like it was the and it was the first one. Like like literally, like I know other other masks had the slash in the head uh, from that classic uh, axe slash from part three. I know they had it, but this was a continuation yeah. of that. Like and that to me that makes it special. This is the first time you saw Jason come out and be like, "Oh fuck, he's definitely supernatural." You know what I mean? Motherfucker took an axe to the head and is ugly as shit. Yeah, and he turned uh, a goonie to shave his head. Yeah, it just it's he turned a goonie. <laughs> it's a quintessential Jason mask to me. Like of all of them, like if 1978's Michael Myers mask is the quintessential Michael Myers mask to me, this is the quintessential Jason mask because when he got it, it was almost too fresh. It was like store bought fresh. Yeah. He got it from Shelly, but this saw some fucking murders, and it's like it's just the perfect one to me. That's the one I would own if so I could any you're, mask. So you're you're like the uh, you're the fan of the David Lee Roth Van Halen, and I'm more of the Sammy Hagar. <laughs> Exactly, but we're but both we're, but right. We're both right. It's ways. both still good music. Uh, but yeah, man, yeah. there you go. What a great list. I think that's fun. That's it. And you know, of course, it's going to differ list. from your guys' list. But uh, I think someone said, "Why don't we vote?" But that would have taken some. You know, I don't. Yeah. I, I feel like this was fun. I feel like this was more fun. I feel like we got to explore each other's genitals, and we got to really tickle each other's brainstems. Uh, and uh, you guys got to comment yeah. on, on, on the. But you know, it would be fun maybe to do the the rankings again and let you guys decide. I don't know, but um. Yeah, man, but the really but the thing is, 
Jason masks are really hard. They really are. If you guys, if you guys get a chance, go and look at every single Jason mask, go to Wikipedia or Google or whatever you want to pull them up and, and really look and see if you can rank them. They're fucking hard to rank, man, because essentially they're all good masks, except for one or two or three of them that are really bad. But overall, they're all essentially good. Different yeah. than the Michael Myers mask or even the makeup that they used for Freddy Krueger, because you can clearly see the differences that are happening there. Like Freddy Krueger at one time becomes a GQ model. That that, that shit is plastic as fuck. <laughs> Look, in, in yeah. Freddy 6, that shit is plastic. It looks like clay. It looks like it, they were trying to repair a bridge and they were using clay in between the bricks. They use that on his mask. It just is terrible. But yeah. No, it's and like the, the Michael variations are always the funnest to go through. But it, I think it's weird, dude. We've been doing this channel for like, 10 years now we've never we've not a, never done a jason masks video and that's because like when we went to do the other day like 10 drinks in we we're like this is hard you know like we need to take a step yeah. back and come back and that's what we did and i think i think we did a good job this is a fun way to do it i'm glad we did it this way dakota buckner thanks buddy says jason went to manhattan because he wanted a deep dish i don't pizza. blame him but it, it, well are you sure are you sure it's One a deep dish because isn't that franchise? chicago that motherfucker went, that should have went chicago. a little further inland <laughs> Manhattan has the big gigantic yeah. ooey gooey. You gotta no, watch no, he went too. to Manhattan to get a goddamn piece of the Big Apple. You son of a bitch! That's all he wanted to do, <laughs> just to hang out on Times Square, which he did. Exactly. Random Human says, "I want a slasher cinematic universe." And in the final film, they all team up to fight King Kong. I'm excited for Chucky. Also, Leatherface versus Jason. Who you got? Leatherface versus Jason. Oh, that's oh, easy. I mean, Jason. Jason. Jason's gonna fuck him up. Yeah. Look, the thing about Leatherface, he's a cool character, but at the end of the day, he's fucking stupid. He's dumb. I wear masks and I run yeah. out the chainsaw. If I don't have my family backing me, I'm kind of fucked. Come get it, yeah, cousin. Leatherface is, Leatherface is the only guy whose Jason is smarter than. Jason, you know what listen, I mean? Like he's, Leatherface literally relies on his family to keep a lot of this shit secret. Jason has been living on his own, eating weasel asshole for like years. Yeah. So he Leatherface makes Jason look like Stephen fucking Hawking. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I was gonna say something. I forgot what I was gonna say, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Jason by a long shot. Yeah, Lego Rhapsody says, "When is the next Michael and Loomis?" Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there'll be some October for sure. We'll definitely. There's always going to be. I, I don't know how, how many of you picked up. Mike and I don't get along. We don't like being in the same room, obviously. So mm -hmm. it's hard for us no, to do those characters. Try to stay away from stupid them. asshole. Yeah, no. uh, we we really don't know. It's usually on the whim. <laughs> it's on the whim. Yeah. Uh, October's coming yeah. up, so you're gonna get a. You're gonna get more than you ever wanted. Trust me, Colton Candler. Thanks, buddy. He says, "What Friday the Thirteenth fan film are you all ready to see? Mine is the Fall of Camp Blood, which looks awesome. From my guys at Slash and Cast, who are awesome fucking dudes. We love those guys, and we're really pumped for that. And Rose Blood as well. They both look yeah. awesome. And Part Four is my favorite mask. I, honestly, dude, like you said, the ones that we're pumped about. Yeah, and because, I'm also I'm also uh, looking forward to the uh, the Merkins documentary behind the mask. <laughs> the man, yeah, no, I, I, I don't. Yeah, any of those uh, those fan films sound great. For sure. Gary Catlow says he actually starts to teleport off screen in part eight. Uh, so have they ever officially said he can teleport? That is weird. If you watch part eight, if you watch Jason Takes Manhattan, at one point he pretty much just teleports I, to like four stories up in a Manhattan. I, I always like, thought I always fuck? thought that Jason was more like they they didn't give as much of a fuck about exploring the supernatural part of him. You know, like with Michael Myers, they were always trying to, you know, keep it in the closet a little bit, Michael Jackson. But and, and Jason, they were like, you know what? Fuck it. If we if we show him like doing a little uh, some candy cane magic and he disappears and goes to the end of the rainbow uh, rainbow and hangs out with Leprechaun. Fuck it. I don't care. 
Hey, they turned a lake into the goddamn ocean. They That's can do whatever the fuck they want. Jason literally has yeah. no like. Jason's got the Infinity Gauntlet. He can just do whatever he wants. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Guys, it's been a fun fucking show tonight. We talked about aliens. We talked about Friday the Thirteenth. It's been really fucking fun. I'm really glad that you all were here for it. Really appreciate all 331 of you people that are here right now. Thank you. We we really love you guys. Uh, There's not going to be a live stream on Friday. What? uh, But, yeah, it's true. Fucking son of a bitch. Now I got to cancel my (laughs) fucking goddamn whole appointment for my therapist. We got We'll have. We will have a video up on Friday, um, uh, for sure. And then we had this Friday thirteenth video that we just put up today. So check that out. And also, uh, yeah, I just you know I gotta get to bed. I gotta take my kids to their first day of school tomorrow Holy morning. Holy shit, that's I'll that probably, is. It's, I'll, I'll do. I'll do an Instagram live of me crying. I have one girl going to sixth grade. I have one girl going to kindergarten for the first time. So tomorrow morning, I'm gonna basically uh, be Mel Gibson and you Ransom. know what's gonna like, happen it, if you do an Instagram live of that. It's gonna be some guy going with this. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I mean, I'll leave him a like. I'll get. I'll give him a life. But oh god, dude, I'm just gonna try not to cry like a little baby. Yeah. Like it's gonna be awful. Like I'm already dreading it so much. I think it's the cause of my anxiety these past two weeks. Like my anxiety's been really bad. I think deep down in my Ganges, I'm like, just like I'm that dad who's like, my kids are both going to school again, and I, I'm gonna lose my yeah, shit. It's gonna, it's gonna be, be okay. fucking horrible. You're gonna be just fine. Don't worry about it. I'm. I'm. I'm struggling. Untighten bro. your butthole. I'm struggling. It's okay. I'm sure it's going to be okay. Uh, Will Arnwine, thanks, buddy, says, can you guys let us in on what's the plan for the theme for this year's Halloween Horror Month? That, Will, as much as we love you and we appreciate this. this Oh, he's Team Mike. He's Team Mike, though. He's Team Mike. Civil War time. Iron Man versus Captain America. He's Team Mike. You don't get shit. In that case, I'll you don't tell get you. Shit. We're gonna do an Avatar. It's all about Avatar. That's right. We're gonna do Avatar seven, eight, and you don't get shit, bro. Kidding. It's a, it's a surprise. We haven't ironed out the details. By yet, the way, I, I do want to point out that Vinny C did say that. Um, uh, let me, because I meant to, it was actually funny as fuck. Uh, he mm-hmm. did say about. I, I think it was one. I think it, it was probably my pick. Um, he said that Jason goes to hell. Uh, looks like Jason goes to hell. What the fuck, dude? God, I hate this goddamn fucking phone. He said, Jason goes to hell's head looks like a toe dipped in radiation. I don't think that's a uh, that's the best uh, description I've ever heard in my life. I've never dipped a toe. I don't either. But I I mean, I I guess if you were in Nevada when they were doing all those tests, if you had stumbled over a rock, (laughs) 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 you come out looking like, by the way, uh, we have to go. But I I do want to mention that um, we are going to be at Scarefest this year, hopefully. Um, because you know, right now things are as long as Delta yeah, things are weird, up the butt. you know, and, and I know yeah. we got some flack on the last video about that, but we're not going to get into that, but hopefully no, but God, I will no. say what I'm excited about God, is no. that apparently the, the dude, this is crazy. The director of trauma, the toxic Avenger is going to be there. And the guy that played the toxic Avenger is going to be there. We're getting an autograph with him and we're going to fucking like suck his old toxic dick. Well, you can definitely finally get that STD you wanted. I know you've been collecting them all, but like that will be. Is the that one. what I was doing? Because I was just getting them from you. I thought you were the the master collector. <laughs> no, no, you were using me. But well, I was he was like, well, Mike was dick. the Pokemon master. I, it, this is gonna be your grand oh, stage for you're gonna. Get I was it like there. Pikachu, and Mike was like, gotta get them all. So I just kind of went yeah, with the. No, way I just I just wanted yeah, some. Mike D, had that big ball all. of fucking STDs that he throws yeah. out in the world. I I just wanted I wanted I, I, know, I tricked I know. you. Is that wrong? No, it's okay. I mean, he just wanted dick and STDs. I get it. 
Yeah. You, we got to yeah. go, you though. Nice wiener, but you're a terrible kisser. Dirk, Dirk Jason all says, thoughts on Robin coming out in the new Batman comic? I think they should leave Superman. I'm not. You know what? That's a, that's a whole that's a whole fucking video. I just don't care. Like, that's I just whole, don't care. But, like, at this point, like, yeah. No, I, I yeah. know what you mean. It's a whole video. I just... But for me personally, I don't care. Hey, man, let make fucking make everybody sexual. I don't care what anybody's sexual. I, I, like, I, how I about this? I cool. just don't give a f- you're a comic book fucking character. I think that. Yeah, I'm cool with the you, whole, you, you guys have been around since the 40s. He wasn't gay then. I don't know. Just fucking like come up with something new. I Stop being a, a stupid troll. Either way, that's a whole video, man. That's yeah. a whole video. Well, it's like, well, yeah, and it is. And I won't go into depth. And I just think that like. I mean, they're doing that with everything now, so whatever. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not like fucking. How dare they? I don't want to read about the gays. But like at the same time, but I'm, I'm also, like, I'm also I thinking. Also, I can also yeah. smell that. Like, uh, oh, Look, dude, if you had, if they did this six months, no. uh, well, not six months ago. If they did this two years ago, I'd be like, hey, fucking good for you guys, man, stepping out and doing something weird and showing yeah. some support to people. But at this it's point, got, well, it's all I think, I think like, the whole thing, it's all kind of like we want those pats on the back, so we're just going to do it. And it's like, hey, if you guys really meant it, if you guys really meant it that you were going to change these character sexualities, you'd have done it 10 years ago when it actually would have fucking hurt your publications. First off, it's called... It, but uh, now they're all trying to jump on a boat and getting pats on the back for it. And it's like, no, nah, man, you missed Well, this is called Twitter them. pandering. It's the very definition yeah. of pandering. You're sick fucks. Nobody agrees with you. The backlash is going to be terrible for you. DC's already suffering for this. You made a terrible fucking mistake. You're moronic. It has nothing to do with people saying Robin should be gay or Robin shouldn't be gay. It's just like when they made Iceman, Bobby Drake from X-Men gay. This motherfucker had been around since 63, 1963. If you want to make a gay character or you want to make a, a character of color, come up with a character that makes sense to do it. Don't change everything gender-wise, sexuality-wise. You are lazy as fuck, you are unoriginal, and you're pathetic because that's pandering to the Twitter mob. And that's what's scary and sickening about yeah. it. And by the way, and I'm by the not, way, let me just say I'm not mad that you did it. I'm just mad that you didn't do it 20 years ago when it actually. No, I, I don't. I, but even 20 years ago, don't gender flip and sexual flip the fucking characters that are established. Just make a new character. Black Panther. Well, I mean, well, Black, I'm not, Panther, like, Black Panther, Black Panther, Black Panther. They change their masks and they change well, no, no, their girlfriends. Black Panther, they can change their sexuality. Well, I mean, Black but, Panther is a black you know, character. Whatever. African-American, so is Blade. They didn't white flip them. They didn't make them white people. That's why, because they're strong individual characters in that race. They didn't need to do that. I'm saying that there is no reason to act like these characters. That First off, Alpha Flight, which I know you guys that read comic books would know, but North Star and Aurora are, are gay, yeah. openly, openly gay. North Star is an openly gay character who was created from the ground up in the 70s to be gay. They kept him gay. I understand. I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, when you do this, though, when you do exactly what you're doing right now, is what you're doing though is you're saying you're saying that it's a problem. No, I'm saying like, that it's unoriginal. When it comes across, like well, you're making sense. Like you're making sense. Don't get me wrong. You're making sense. I see what you're saying. Like, hey, why? What they should do, and what they should do, honestly, is they should make. You know, you should do. You should make interesting characters and make them gay from the start, or right make on. them uh, LGBT no. from the start, and then give them their own, and not go like, "Hey, we pandering to you, and we'll hey, we'll make our character gay so that you guys yeah. will lay off us for six months and let us do whatever mm-hmm. you want to do." And I get that, like I, I understand that, but at the same time, when you say exactly what you're saying right now, it's going to be like, "Oh, he's just mad because they're doing it." But that's and, not and, true and, at all. I mean, if, if that, like, with common sense knows that, except this, for Twitter. This is what I'm saying, though. This is what I'm saying, though. Like. I know where you're coming from. So what I'm saying is like, nobody cares that they are gay. 
It's not a problem that they're gay. It's not a problem that they're LGBTQ. It's not a problem when you gender flip. It's not a problem when you when you when you uh, uh, race flip. It's not a problem when you do any of that. That's no problem. I don't think anybody cares. I um, think everybody can root for a black Superman or whatever or whatever or a gay Superman or whatever. The problem actually isn't that. I'm fine rooting for a gay Superman. Matter of fact, I think it'd be kind of interesting to it, see. But you but don't need to. Problem. But it's the fact that we can smell. No, let me finish. We can smell. Everybody can tell. You're doing it now. If you're doing it now and your publication has been around for 100 fucking years and you just now went, hey, we should do gay Superman or whatever, then everybody goes, you're just doing it. It's false. It feels right. false. So instead of doing what you're doing, make a new character and make them that way. Nobody's that's literally what I, I that's, a, that, that's literally, but I, that's what I literally, yes, make an original character. Don't gender flip or yeah. sex, sexual flip. The, 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 that's the point because the I homosexual mean, I, community and the black community and the Asian community, they don't need you to fucking act like they're defenseless and they need you to take established characters that have been around for 75 fucking years to make them gay or black or whatever just to appease them like they're helpless. That's what I was saying. Yeah. No, that's why people are pissed off. And it's not just people that are white or Mexican. Black people are mad about it, too. They said, take Clark. OK, for example, Peter Parker has always been a white nerdy kid from the 60s. You don't need to make him black. If you want to do an alternate reality like Miles Morales, that was fine. That was good. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to take the entire yeah. character, if you're going to make Peter Parker black, gay, trans, whatever, it's stupid because all you're doing is pandering and jacking off to the Twitter mob. That's where people are mad. And right now, specifically, Perfect. they're mad about there's there's a whole there's a whole thing going on at D.C., uh, or is it DC or is it Captain America? I don't know, but they've done this whole gender flip thing and it's fucking stupid. Dude, they're, all they're doing is killing themselves mm. because the most normal Americans don't want this shit to happen. If you, you're acting like these characters cannot, there's no way you're actually saying to the black community or the uh, homosexual community that there's no possible way for me to come up with any original character except to gender flip or to sexual flip these other characters because I can't come up with any. That's bullshit. That's literally the stupidest yeah. fucking reasoning behind anything they're doing. I just and I think I think here's the thing. My camera died, so I'll be brief. But I think here's the thing. I'm all for. I think that I, you know, I think there should be fucking gay superheroes. Uh, whatever you want to do with these people, I think there should be. But there should have been 20 fucking yes. years ago. So if you're gonna do it now and you're gonna do it today, then you are basically walking out on a stage and saying, "Hey, we don't mean this. We're just pandering 100%. to it." What you should do if you really want to show. If you really want to show support to the LGBT community, what you should do is you take you should take a big fucking chunk of your money and you should create a new character and you should put all you can put behind that character and you should start their story and make them a one of a kind special you fucking right. mean this. That's what you should yeah. do. Not take another character because you go, "Hey, we'll do this for 2 weeks and when nobody buys it, then we'll blame it on the sales and we'll, well just that's, switch that, it back. But that was my but that's Everybody my exact point. It. What DC is fucking killing themselves make Robin gay? It makes no sense. That's stupid as fuck. That's dumb. That's like saying I can't come up with anything. I can't come up with anything on my own, but I have to take an established character that existed since 1942 or 41 and if make him really gay. It, Are you fucking stoned? If you really meant it, you would have done it years well, ago. But not even now then, that even okay, yes, there has been several incarnations of of Robin. There's been Dick Grayson, Tim Drake. Uh, they're, they're, of course, you could have made any Robin gay. But just now yeah. that you're, uh, is it? Are you talking about? Uh, Dick Grayson being gay like the point being is like 
you are so fucking unoriginal and so obvious and so see-through this bullshit agenda that they're trying to do this cash grab bullshit. I can't stand it, dude. Like that is why I get so sickened by it. It's not because I don't give a fuck in the imaginary world of fictional characters who they're boinking. I could give a fuck less about who you're fucking and who your sexual partner is or what color you are. Give me a good story and let me go about my day. I don't give a shit about any of the other side projects that you're trying to do. These fuckers are trying to sell this like candy to the masses and it's backfiring. And because people are starting to be like, you know what? This seems like you are kind of being like the guy in the white fucking van trying to sell the kid candy. Come into the van and I'll fucking yeah. give all your dreams. come true. It's fucking sick, dude. It's pandering as shit. And it's so sick. And, and you know, yeah. and people are waking up to this, and that's the that's the reality. And I'm happy they are. The making Robin gay again. If you're going to make a new Robin gay, fine. I have no problems with that. Fine, no big deal. But are you going to go back and make Dick Grayson gay? Because they did that with Bobby Drake. They all of a sudden made Bobby Drake gay, and I'm like, why? Because it was smart for you to do that because you wanted to get that extra coin. That's what's sick, dude. That's what's sad. But yeah, I hope I hope there is more gay characters and I hope there's more black characters and I hope all of that stuff happens. But at the same time, I'm just I'm so sick of the whole fucking thing, dude. It, it really is. It's just a disgusting fucking circus at this point. And it's obvious about who can yep. get the most money at the most time and who can get the most clicks and the likes and the hearts on fucking Instagram. Hey, and Twitter. hey man, I got to pee. I got to pee. And Lego Rhapsody says I'm going into eighth grade and I start school next window Wednesday. Hey, Lego, hey, you go have a good there one, man. and you fucking... Eighth grade's a perfect time to go in there and be like, hey, this is who I am, motherfuckers. Accept me because I'm fucking awesome. You go and you be you and you fucking be happy being you. And remember, if you're worried about waking up tomorrow and being nervous, just remember this. It's only awkward if you make it awkward. You go out there and make friends and have an yeah, awesome time. Yeah, it's only eighth grade. And by the way, you, you only got four years left after this year, uh, after this grade. You got four years left and you're done. You're out of there. Yeah. Random Human says, to be fair, though, whenever Hollywood whitewashes, no one cares. When a white character turns black or gay, people get outraged. Example, Prince of Persia. That's I get what, what you're saying. saying I get what you're saying. What we're, what we're saying, though, is that they take these tiny, tiny characters. Uh, those are small characters. People get upset. Had they turned around, they made Blade oh, white. Oh, God, dude. Okay? And Black Panther it would white? Be fucking, yeah, Black Panther. Obviously, that would, be, that would be really insane. But if they made Storm white or something like that, that would be crazy. And the argument's not, hey, you shouldn't make minorities superheroes. That's not the argument. The Just argument come up with your is, own shit, is bro. That you're, we can smell how fake it is that you're doing it and that you don't really mean it. You're just trying to get that PC fucking fist bump, and it sucks because we can tell it's disingenuous, and the, the minority communities yes. can tell it's disingenuous, 100%. and it fucking and what, sucks. What, what, and what, the only people who actually get pissed that they're doing it and that people don't love it is white And people. what's crazy is like, that me and Mike, I swear to God on my fucking mom, I swear to God, dude, 100%. When, when Spawn came out in 1995 and when Blade came out, the first time that I ever watched either one of those movies and Mike himself and my brother and whoever else, and we grew up in fucking Kentucky, by the way, it didn't matter that those characters were black. I bought the Spawn comic books back in the day when Todd McFarlane launched Image because I thought the character was so awesome and unique and had a great backstory. Blade was awesome. They cast him perfectly. They also cast Michael Jai White and Wesley Snipes perfectly. Guess what happened? Nobody brought up that they were black. They were just cool ass fucking characters, and we cheered them yep. on because they were cool ass characters. That's all you got to do, you stupid motherfuckers from Hollywood. You got to make some great stories that we all enjoy and we get behind, not because of their color, but because of that. It's a story that we can all be related to, like we can all relate to. Al Simmons, exactly. Spawn, all of us could relate to that. All of us. Blade, we could relate to Agreed. that too. 
Just make good fucking yep. stories and stop worrying about the race and sexuality of the fucking characters. That's all I'm saying. Fuck. I agree. Uh, Jonathan Mann says, have you seen Woodstock 1999 documentary on HBO Max? The lineup was crazy. Creed, DMX, Bush, Metallica. Also, why didn't I go LOL? Dude, I have seen that shit. The videos from that. It looked like a fucking blasty blast. I wish we could have been there. Mm -hmm. We would have had a hell of a fucking time. Oh, show. Oh, show. Anthony Stamps says, uh, would you guys be interested in doing a ranking of the Freddy Krueger makeup in the future? That'd For be, sure. That'd be yeah, a good one. Sure yeah, that'd be a good one. At some point, man. And on that note, I'm going no, yeah, to piss my fucking pants. We, we, we uh, went so, on this whole thing, and I can't wait to be featured on, on the most racist channel on Fox News <laughs> <laughs> or some <laughs> shit like that. But, yeah, I, I know. But, we're, again, guys, we're, we're, we're right. just talking truth. Uh, and it's not like, yeah. we, you know, obviously we're not racist and we're yeah. not homophobic. We love everybody. But we just get a little pissed I'm off. Gonna piss, Jay. I'm going to piss, Jay. I'm going to piss, Jay. All right, well, we're going to get it.